things on here now. Great. That's actually a good thing. All right, we are live. Welcome to Show Me the Money Club with Sergio and myself. We have a lot to cover. We have a guest coming on later. There was a scheduling uh, conflict, which is fine. So he will be coming on probably towards the end of the show, which is fine. And uh, we have Gabe coming on, our resident EV, uh, which is fine because, you know, I might have to get a new vehicle so he can try to convince me to go uh, electric or uh, I'm just going to stick with another newer Jeep Grand Cherokee. So... Uh, with that being said, what's going on, Sergio? How you doing? I'm doing great. Compared to you, under eight foot of snow, <laughs> I'm doing really well. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, that's one of the today. That's the first topic we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about snowstorms and pictures and the surge or lack thereof. Uh, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, should you be driving in things like this? And I'm going to tell my two cents when it comes to, to this stuff. Uh, we got some lift upfront earnings. Uh, details that we're going to be going over uh definitely some of the rate rebalancing coming from there uh we're going to be talking about uber and lyft's upfront earnings uh pretty much uber versus lyft uh we're going to be talking about how to turn new requests off on both apps so there were some questions there uh, we're going to go over that exactly um just because you know that's part of the title how are you going to give yourself a pay raise that's one of the things right there so we are going to get into that uh, we also have a nightmare uh, that a driver had to go to. And if you watched the short from earlier today that I put out, um, kind of saw exactly what that is, where he got kicked off and uh, could not go back on, like had to like sign in and still wouldn't be able to go on. Uh, so there's some issues there uh, that we're going to be talking about. We also have uh, Uber and Lyft uh, driver pay in New York City is going up. Uh, we got Ubers back to showing the PAX receipts. Uh, listening to us when it comes to safety and also of course our side hustle yeah so hey everybody how's it going um so you know on that uh, uber and lyft the receipt um i have bad news but i'll do it after we do the uber receipt <laughs> okay you know you know you know good things don't last with these guys so <laughs> no they don't there may have been a temporary little, hey, look, you got the receipt back. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> it's like the uh, glitch of a multiplier surge ride versus flat rate. Like every once in a while, you'll see that multiplier versus the, yeah. the thing. So, yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on. I mean, there are, you know, I do, I did a few deliveries this week. The app is really, really glitchy. It's not showing the map. It's sometimes it's showing the map. I'm like, uh, it's bad. But mm. besides that, um, so uh yeah gabe is gonna come on gabe don't be late bring your ukulele <laughs> he's yes. a grammy he's a grammy award winning ukulele artist so he has a performance for all of us yeah Hopefully it's gonna be uh pretty interesting I, I was able to see the uh i didn't hear it i was able to see what he's going to to be singing for us so that's gonna oh, be did? oh okay yeah okay. so okay. It, it's gonna be uh uh pretty cool i i gotta say you guys are gonna in for a treat so make sure you stay tuned to the end uh, yeah, yeah, still bills. Uh, we're yeah. going to be talking about that in just a few minutes, especially with this snowstorm in Buffalo uh, and Watertown oh, yeah. and some of the Great Lakes area, uh, especially when it comes to uh, driving during these storms and things like that. Yeah. And um, then if we do get a chance, by the way, let's answer some questions today, too, because yep. we somehow keep ignoring the certain messages. But uh, um, so, yeah, let's go. So, All right. oh, Michelle, Michelle uh, we were going to talk about that, actually, but thank you for mentioning it. Oh, now you're up to 200 lines, huh? 
You're the best. So this is what's happening, people. There are people who are actually listening and doing the spreadsheet that I'm doing myself, which is upfront earnings first, and then compare it to the old mile and minute rates. I've gotten three so far, very extensive, as probably more detailed than my own. Michelle is one of them. And I think we will have some sort of conclusion, maybe once we reach a few hundred trips. I got one specifically from a San Francisco driver, Lyft driver, after upfront uh, earnings showed up. This guy actually targeted a hundred short trips. Like he did nothing but shorties because according to the CEOs, short trips are supposed to pay more, right, Chris? And then, you know, mm -hmm. long trips are supposed to pay less. Well, guess yeah. what? He did a hundred short trips. He ended up making 8% less money. Mm. So we're all going to mm. play this game with these guys until they understand that they're not pricing um trips correctly and michelle's this correct uh, about six percent less since upfront look six percent is a lot when we're dealing with inflation of seven to ten percent so if you take both sides that's 15 percent. and so not me, only that take yeah. a look she said she just put 200 lines that means that's 200 trips right there yeah 200 trips six percent how much is that that's quite a bit that's gonna that's add quite up a bit. Ben, gonna michelle, add up. michelle oh. to her fault she says i'm a for Micah because she has another job. She does this quite on a part-time basis. Mm -hmm. And uh, she, you know, her trips are XL, X, all mixture actually, which is better, right? And, um, you know, some are short, some are long, some are medium, but overall her numbers were 6% less. Mm -hmm. And if that's called rebalancing in, in their pocket, it's not a good situation. 6% is quite a bit. Well, So my numbers are actually higher. The driver from San Francisco's numbers are about 10%, and he just targeted short trips. 10% so is you know, Once I get enough, once I get, look, Chris, I mean, you know, whatever data we put Sergio, out. No, 10%, you said the 10% for the, the person in San Francisco, is that 10% lower or 10% higher? 10% lower. Okay. On all He's short still, trips. So here's, you know how we were talking about a lot, and we were talking about significant, and how we need to have them define these terms? We need to also have them define rebalancing because it seems like it's rebalancing the money from the trip into their pockets instead of our pockets. Well, you know, we did that math. Uber, I mean, we did the Uber math, right? So, I mean, 6% from me, 8% from you, 5% from the other guy. That's a lot of dollars, bro. Over two and a half million drivers on two billion trips, right? So to me, I whatever I put out, right? Uber and Lyft are going to come back and say, well, it's not a big enough sample size. It's not this, it's not that. I fully understand that, Uber and Lyft. However, um, you know, if one driver targets only short 100 short trips and he's down 10%, and you said short trips are going to pay more, it kind of gives me a clue that where things are moving, right? Yep. Either your algos are not pricing things short trips correctly, which you said they're going to pay more. Well, they're not at the moment. But again, that's one driver with 100 trips. And on my end, I'm short about 10 to 12%. Michelle is short 6%. I mean, all these percentages are short. I haven't seen one that's long, meaning more, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, maybe this, maybe this upfront uh, fares thing is a cut after all. Again, well, again, small sample size, you know, but yeah. You know, it, it, let, let's pretend it's election night and, you know, uh, votes are just coming in and they're declaring it already. Yeah. Um, we're, we're going to use that kind of example right now. You know, the results are coming in slowly, 
and right. you know right over, just the beginning of them and yeah it's looking like it's a cut so far so right. uh, but there are definitely things that we are going to talk about that is going to help increase the yeah. pay not decrease the pay so yeah. this is something that drivers got to get on board about uh yeah. when it comes down to it so we're going to yeah. be talking about that in a few minutes um yeah you ready to get going though yes sir all Let's right that was our, our intro all right, so for those who don't know, uh, Sergio is in sunny LA. You got to worry about earth earthquakes and uh, things like that coming. Uh, I am in currently in Buffalo. Uh, so if you've listened to the news at all over the last several days, you probably have heard uh, Buffalo brought up probably quite a few times in terms of the weather and the eight feet of snow, uh, 77 inches, 77.1 or something like that. I have the screenshot was the the max in Orchard Park. It's basically where the Bills play. Uh, so that is why uh, the Bills had to move to Detroit for the game. Uh, and luckily they did and won. So uh, go Bills. Um, but let's talk about some things when it comes to the storm. So right here, what you see, this is Sergio. This is the screenshot that I, I sent you uh, before yeah. the storm. This is as it was starting uh, with the cars. So right there you see, um, on the left there is my uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee. Behind that's a Honda CRV, uh, and then on the right is a Camaro and a Ford 500. So you can still see the cars; they're a little bit covered and all that. Uh, but this is the first bit. You you were texting me and saying, "Hey, how's it going over there?" Um, <laughs> so this is this is this is the calm before the storm. And then uh, later that night, uh, Snowband went north. Uh, so you can see right there is the lake across the street on the right-hand picture, uh, and you see the windmills in the in the corner, um, and then Buffalo. You can't see the city right now because that's where the snow band is. But that is just the beginning. So let's move on um, to what it looked like on the app. So you see uh, that is the app for Buffalo, and this was Surge. Now normally you don't see that much Surge there. And if you look, you see $11 is the highest, um, $8.75, 7 oh, I'm sorry, no, $13. And downtown Buffalo is actually the highest, uh, $8.25, $4.25, $4.75. So not that much. But again, it was just the beginning of the storm. So people were out driving if you wanted to. But if you did, uh, you, you ran into problems. The problem with lake effect snow, especially this type, is... You can't drive in it because you are going to get stuck. And yeah. this is the same thing like with hurricanes. So you're probably like, why the hell are we talking about snowstorms? The hurricanes, flooding, different things like that, where in the matter of minutes to hours, things could substantially change. Sure, that might that picture right there looks like, hey, that's not that bad. I could go driving in that. You know, I got all-wheel drive or something. That's not bad. The thing is, though, the next morning. Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> that is the next <laughs> oh morning, God. literally. So the oh, picture wow. on the left that you see, that is us shoveling out the cars. Uh, that is the gate on the side, on the left side with the shovel there to give you a perspective. And that, that Honda that I was talking about, uh, that is to the right there. And then what just- Honda? <laughs> yeah, what Honda, exactly. Here, here's a fun fact. So wow. I have two cars. I have a Grand Cherokee and I have a Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution. The Mitsu is on the right-hand picture where the, you could see the two garbage cans there. 
the, the snow wall that's next to it, you could see the little hole. If, if you can see that little hole, yeah. not the leaf yeah. that's sitting right there, but the little hole, that's my car. That's my other car sitting underneath the snow. Oh my God, bro. So oh, that God. is. I mean, I don't know how you guys deal with it. All, all power to you guys. I wouldn't be able Ooh. to do it. Just oh, it was rough. But let me tell you, the, the thing is, though, that right there was probably four feet of snow. Three foot, th I'm sorry, about three to four feet of snow that fell. And this is just overnight. So the picture that I first showed you of the, the cars, that was probably about, what, eight o'clock at night or something here. Um, this was in the morning. This was, you know, we woke up, looked outside. This is where we had to go. And this was only the first day of the storm of a three-day storm. So you can see how much snow can actually fall in the matter of a couple of hours. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up, especially when it comes to, to driving Uber, when it comes to driving Lyft, DoorDash, all of these different platforms, when you are dealing with extreme circumstances and weather, this is where I say, yeah, the map out there could sh be showing surge and you could be getting that all night pretty much on every single ride that you're taking. But the thing is, in the matter of a couple of hours, you will not be able to drive. In fact, you will probably be stuck like several cars were. You go out there, you have a snow band that's dumping three inches per hour. Three inches is, you know, ground clearance to the point where plows can't keep up with it and cars will get stuck. Trucks and SUVs will be okay for another hour. But once that happens, then now your trucks and your SUVs are getting stuck. And then on top of that, after that, plows are going to get stuck, which they did. So you yep. can see three feet of snow falls in a 12-hour period. You have several problems. So, yeah, you could go out there and make some make a little bit of money, but it's not worth it in the end. Yeah, I don't uh, think that's surge. Those surge numbers are not enough for all that snow, bro. Let oh, no, that. no, not at all. And then uh, the next picture right here is clearing out. And this is going from the back end. So what you see right there, uh, you see we're clearing the dry this driveway out. Uh, pretty much you can only get one lane. Uh, and yeah. so the two cars on the left, the, the Camaro is up front by the garage. The Ford 500 is behind that. Then you got the, the CRV uh, and then the Jeep is in front of that. So and then the, the, uh, the Mitsu is in between the garage and the house. And that just goes to show you how much craziness that is. Yeah. Cool. I, I, well, I'm glad everybody's safe because this is this is crazy. I mean, oh, uh, a couple. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, a couple people did die from the storm. Um, there were a lot of uh, emergencies when plowing and shoveling and all that, uh, just yeah. with the weight of the snow and things like that. But here's the road. This right here what? is the road. So this, road? this <laughs> exactly what road. Now, what they did was. In storms like this, they will send down an emergency plow, which is basically they will only shovel off the top half of the snow. And yeah. it's only for ambulances, fire trucks, police to be able to get there. And then if there's an emergency, they can, you know, get there somewhat easy. You as a person just can't drive. Like I have a Jeep. I couldn't drive in that. Yeah. It's, it's just saying. So uh, that's the thing. This is how quick the storm can come and drop snow so like again and and hurricanes and things like that where all of a sudden flooding can occur or backups can occur and it's like you got to figure out exactly what's going to happen and yeah. should you go out there and do that or fires uh that we've seen people driving i've seen you know well, those and it's like holy crap i mean all you know it's like 
you guys are safe that's the good thing you stay yep. safe and when it melts you get out there and make some money but this is no condition to drive anything let alone a car oh. so can <laughs> i you know can, can i interject here for a couple of seconds because yeah, um the um you know you know i'm reading the the comments on the right right um <clears throat> so before we even get going with our um segments so i'm going to say this one more time and i think we need to put this to bed um you know last week on the on the episode i talked about the so-called strike and the leader of the strike whoever it is and, and whatever they are look our destination is the same when it comes to um you know because we almost got called out i mean i was sick of getting called out because i don't want to see my face plastered on somebody else's channel right and um the people that are supporting the strike we're behind you do whatever you like to do we're just not thinking that the idea of a strike is functional and doable in the in the circumstances that we live in at the moment as being part of two strikes myself you know they're not effective what they do is they get a few headlines and then people will move on and uber and lyft are still here and they're bigger than ever so to me you know creating some riff or tiff between you know, right share YouTubers back and forth is not the way to do this. The way to do this is, um, for me anyway, is to not accept garbage chips that Uber are sending you. Go on strike on an hourly basis, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis by not accepting these chips because these strikes that, you know, I'm in LA, there are 150,000, maybe 200,000 drivers in LA County, not on a constant basis, but you know, they float around. You know, maybe a thousand, couple thousand will get out there. A couple of news headlines will come out. Nothing will change. So to me, strike is not the way to hit these companies in their pockets. Not accepting their chips that are garbage is the way to accept. Is the way to hit them in the pockets. The other thing is when someone, you know, I know this happened to the DoorDashers. They all got into a little, you know, argument back and forth. Or right, this is good. This is bad. This is not good. To me, everybody has their opinions. And then what happens is that I think our destination should be the same, but our path to that destination are quite different. So we have our path and we're going to stick to that path. And I think it's a lot more effective of a path as opposed to, you know, getting grabbing some news headlines. You know, I talk to journalists every day and, and they ask me about it. You know, I mean, if anybody was going to strike, it should have been Rideshare Drivers United. I spoke to Nicole. They decided not to participate in it. The people who are participating in it, you know, we know Thorsten, our friend at the Rideshare Professor and um, Rideshare Hub. You know, Rideshare Hub, I don't even consider a channel, to be honest with you, mostly clickbait stuff. Professor, I respect. I text to him. I talk to him. Again, with much respect, I think... Our, again, our destination is the same, except that our path towards that destination is quite different. So to me, negative sales, you can put out negative, all the negative stuff out there. You know, you get a few subs, you get a few more views. It's all good. But I think our way of doing it is a lot more, it's going to be a lot more consistent and successful on a longer term basis as opposed to be grabbing a couple of headlines. Because I saw, you know, a couple of comments which I respect and appreciate. And then I just want to respond to that, get that out of the way. The other thing is, to me, the most important thing is, you know, like when 
when they say we don't talk about safety, I don't think there's any other channel that talks more about safety than we do. In fact, you know, there were a couple of good developments as far as I'm concerned this week that uh, have showed up in everybody's app. I think we had something to do with it. I think our town halls had something to do with it. And now, you know, if you believe it or not, Uber is Uber is getting rid of all the passengers with bullshit names. So to me, you know, I think we're, we're doing some good. Uh, among some good, there will be disagreements, but those disagreements does not mean that we just go, you know, uh, call each other out and become children, really. We're not in high school. We're all adults. We agree to disagree and we move on. So, so that's my piece. And that'll be the last piece that I talk about. I know there are a couple other channels who put out some videos that are against the strike. I appreciate the support, but it's not being against or, or for. It's being, it's what we could do in unison to hurt these companies in the pocketbook. The only thing you can do is the app that you have in your hand. That's your tool. That tool, the only thing that they're giving you as an independent contractor is when to turn your app on and when to turn it off. They call it flexible. Well, use the tool against them. Do not accept garbage trips and go on two-hour strikes when they keep sending you you know, eight mile, $4 trips, don't accept. Is somebody gonna accept it? Probably, but if you spread the word around, post it on your Facebook community groups, uberpeople.net, wherever that may be, spreading the word and teaching people how not to accept these, why not to accept these garbage trips is more important than, you know, having a couple of journalists interview you that you're, you're announcing a strike. Strikes don't do anything, they're not effective, my opinion again. Um, some people think otherwise, and again, Lastly, our destination is the same. We're trying to get the drivers in a better way and make more money. And these companies have their own agendas. Just because somebody's calling for a strike, they're not going to bend over. So, and being tough and, you know, talking shit about these companies is all good. We do it all the time. I mean, I don't think I, not another channel talks more shit about these companies than I do. We point out the good, we point out the bad. We just, you know, have them have the drivers make their own opinion. So that's it. So let's get into our show. Well, I'm going to I'm going to take one one thing at it as well too. Um I agree with everything you said Sergio and again, when it comes down to what's going on this week, um hey, if you want to go for it, go for it. If you don't, that's that's on you. Everybody is in the business for themselves. And if you want to go out and make money, it's going to be pretty good. You got a lot of people traveling. You got a lot of things going on and there's a lot of things happening. So you want to make money? Great. This is probably a good time to go out there. If you want to stay home and you want to be, you know, uh, on that, that fence and say, uh, Hey, this is what's going to happen. I'm not going out there because whatever reason, then cool. Hey, you do you, I do me. I'm happy with that. Yep. The whole thing is, yes, we, we want to make things better for everybody especially for drivers. We talk about the ways and the strategies that you can implement to help maximize your earnings, but we're also taking it further now by really deep diving into these whole machine learning algorithms and stopping new requests that we talked about and things like that where you can protest. Again, that's the word I'm going to use as well as somebody else had mentioned earlier. Uh, I'm going to use protest because that's exactly what it is. You want to talk about a strike, you to look at the railway strike that's probably going to be happening very soon. Yeah. Uh, and then you come back to me and talk about a real strike. Yeah. Protest. Well, you know, everybody team, should protest yeah. on the fact of, yes, if you get a shit offer, don't take that ride. 
tell the algorithm, tell Uber, tell Lyft, I am not worth that. You are giving me shit rides. I'm not going to take that. You want to offer me something that's worth my time, something that is going to be acceptable, then I'm going to take that. But I'm not going to lower my value of who I am and lower my value standards because you're offering shit rides. So if you want to protest, protest on a ride-by-ride basis and continue that every single time you're out on the app. Yeah, the other thing that, you know, that does, Chris, is that, you know, a lot of people, I mean, this is a two-sided marketplace, right? There are the passengers on one side, there's the driver on the other side, and Uber is in between, okay? So when you do not accept those trips, Uber systems cannot create drivers out of thin air. It just can't. It's just not possible because there are a certain amount of drivers on a localized basis, on a statewide basis. They can't just have people just come on board, you know, in a, in a two minutes that a thousand requests are coming in. Now, this is what's going to happen. If you do request, if, if, if Uber sends you a garbage request and you decline that, the passenger is going to wait longer. If the passenger wait times go higher, Uber has to do something about it because Uber only cares about the golden goose that lays the golden egg, which is the revenue source, which is the passenger. When passengers start complaining to Uber, saying that I'm waiting 8, 10, 12 minutes for a trip now because all the drivers in the area decline these garbage offers that are attached to this passenger's request, that's when you're going to create the change because Uber is not going to listen to the driver saying, pay me more. Their their ideas are diametrically opposed to us, meaning we want to make more, Uber wants to make more. But there's the passenger in between. So now I feel bad for the passengers because if we do decline these trips, the passenger wait times for pickup is going to go through the roof. And it is happening. How is it happening? I'm reading on the comments. You know, everybody's acceptance rates are in the toilet, right? So if everybody's acceptance rates are going down to the toilet, who are who is accepting these trips? So as people who watch us and listen to us, the biggest, you know, the, the favor that you can do to yourselves and to your city drivers and to anybody out there who is driving rideshare is spread the word that this is the only way. You know, passengers are going to get hurt. I agree that passengers are going to start waiting longer and longer and longer for trips because out of the blue now, how can Uber equalize this play field? Well, if there are 100 drivers in a neighborhood and all of them are not accepting these garbage chips and let alone forget all of them, half of them, Uber algorithm is going to put the surge on. So you're automatically going to start making more money and then you're going to go pick up somebody and, and figure out what you're worth for that trip. So this is how we can play this game, right? Because the only thing we have, the power, the, you know, the stone we have in our hand is actually their own weapon, which is the app. I'm not going to accept. And now with upfront fares, you can decline all the goddamn trips you want on the planet without punishment. Well, yep. let, the, let the passengers wait a little bit longer. Yep. Let them wait instead of six minutes, let them wait 12. Well, guess what's going to happen? That passenger is going to go to Lyft. Uber is going to say, why, why, why are my you know, passenger pickup times going through the roof now? Well, they are because the drivers are not accepting these garbage trips that are sending you. I do understand there are certain parts of drivers that accept everything without even looking. That's that's where we need to work on. Collectively, as a community, we need to teach, educate, inform drivers mm-hmm. that it's okay not to accept every trip. It's okay. Yep. And once you do and, that, and once you affect the passenger that pays Uber's bills, because to us as drivers, to Uber, we're a nuisance. 
We're an expense. They're paying us. The driver is the golden goose. Never been the driver. I mean, the passenger is the golden goose. So when the passenger gets pissed off and starts using other means of transportation, maybe Lyft, maybe limos, maybe cabs, maybe whatever it is, and Uber's revenues start declining, and they're going to go, wait a minute, there's something going on here. Why is my, in LA, let's say, in Santa Monica, why are my passenger wait times going through the roof? Yeah, because there are 300 drivers sitting in Santa Monica saying, decline, decline, decline. I'm worth more than this, decline. And those passengers who are going to go to LAX, they're all going to miss their flights because nobody's taking on those flights. Mm-hmm. So Uber cannot create out of the Pacific Ocean 300 drivers to, you know, create enough supply of drivers to, to, to match with that demand. Because the demand is constant. It's always going to be there. That's where we can hurt these people. We can't hurt well, these not people. Not only that, but there, there's two things that you as drivers can do that, well, that we all can do. And first off, it is, you know, stop new requests because, again, it's going to base it on how many available drivers there are. So if you stop new requests, it's going to say there's a driver that's offline. Even though you're giving a ride, you're offline after that fact, and yeah. the algorithm is going to look at it. Talk that about way. that. Yeah. yeah so yeah, this is one of the topics we're going to be talking about. But this is one of the two ways that we can actually help get it higher. So that right. is going to say, well, how many ride requests are coming in? Let's say there's a thousand ride requests in your area coming in. Let's say there's 800 drivers. That means there's search. That means it's going to start getting higher demand and you're going to automatically get that search. So if you had not put those stop new requests coming on and then you get dinged all the time with all these requests coming in, which kind of helps alleviate that and makes it much safer, uh, then once you drop that passenger off, you go back online and you might be in a surge zone now. If you can get more and more people in your area to do that, yeah. that is going to help create surge that's going to be more on demand. Yeah, I mean, and you know, on I've... top of that, we're going to, again, it's it's cutting out those crappy requests that are coming in and saying, I'm not going to take those. Those acceptance rates drop. The algorithm has to say, what can I do? Well, it has yeah. to bump up the pay that it's giving drivers. Well, no, but you know what, Chris, it doesn't have to, because now we're going to be at a Mexican standoff, okay? The algorithm says, screw you you're only worth four bucks for eight mile trip i'm going like no i'm not worth that i'm worth 12. so Mm -hmm. you know maybe that negotiation will take place maybe it will not but what will happen for sure is that when the demand demand stays constant through passenger requests and not enough supply is there you know uber calls this dynamic pricing surge will automatically get created now i don't know how many people who watch us you know for the last six months, even understand how the surge algorithm works. You know, maybe next week we'll take some time and with screenshots, we'll 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 explain it to you guys how the surge algorithm is. If you really understood that it doesn't take all drivers to log off to create surge, you guys would be all behind me saying that, you know what, let's just try this on a localized basis. Everybody become a leader of a driver group in a local, local basis. I'm not talking mm-hmm. like Santa Monica, pick a couple of leaders, follow that leader. That guy is going to take you to the promised land by through surge. Or if you're in West Hollywood, try that. Because there is not infinite number of drivers in these localized areas. You can hit him like, you know, the, call this a body punch. Call this a body shot. Hit him in Hollywood. Hit him in Santa Monica. And I'm talking my city, L.A. Every city has their own spots. Hot spots, we call it. Hit him at LAX. Hit him at, you know, Inglewood. And hit him at, at in downtown L.A. Well, you know what's going to happen? These passengers are going to go, well, screw this. I'm missing my goddamn appointment. Where's my car? I was getting it in five, now I'm getting it in 12. 
ah, now, now the algorithm is going to go, okay, my passengers are unhappy. My golden goose is very unhappy. How can I make my golden goose happy? Well, you have to make your golden goose happy by making me happy. Mm -hmm. Pay me what I'm worth so I can go pick up your passenger, okay? So that's how we're going to play this game. It's a long game. Well, I have the bigger picture in mind. Some people have the, you know, smaller pixels in the big picture. I'm not looking at small pixels. I'm looking at much, much bigger picture, which is going to take a little bit more time, obviously, because everybody, you know, in this day and age have zero patience. Everything should be done yesterday. Everything should take, you know, it doesn't work like that. This is not a TikTok video we're playing here. What we're doing is we're giving you some solutions. And if you do follow these things, I think we will have success. As opposed to, you know, just some clickbait bullshit that people put out there and then they go, ah, this is what we do. They all get hot and bothered, play with their emotions. I'm like, yeah, that's all good. But, you know, it's not for me. So, yeah. And, uh, you know, next week, tell me what it did. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then you know, next week, you know what? I'm going to explain actually people because it takes quite a bit of time for people to get it. Because I've spoken to transportation department officials and they exactly know how the Uber density is and what it needs to be done to create search. And once I explain that to you guys, you know, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll create a team of leaders and then locally, local basis, every city in Chicago, there's local groups. Maybe you get a local hundred drivers together. They're all are in the same area. Boom. Let's create some search for ourselves. It is not illegal. Now, mm -hmm. if you do this in the airports, people try to do this in DC, in O'Hare, that's not public property. At airports, they can deactivate you for surge, you know, creating your own surge, meaning logging off altogether and logging on altogether. That's been done. That's been said. That's not public property. That's airport property that the queue is in. Okay. What Uber can do is Uber can go to airport police and say, you know what? Go to these assholes and tell them to turn their apps on while they're sitting in the queue. Well, we used to do that in LA pretty soon. What happened? LAX police showed up, forced everybody out who didn't have their apps on, and then only left people with apps on. Yeah, but you know what? Santa Monica sidewalks are public property. Uber cannot do shit. Uber cannot do send me Santa Monica police and saying, search, turn your app on. I go, you go fuck yourself. That doesn't work like that. So we know what we can do. I have a plan. You know, I have the much bigger picture in mind. You can get all hot and bothered now, play this pissing race between this channel, that channel. We're not in it for that. We're in it for explaining, educating, informing. You take it the way you want it. You don't like it, there's the other channel, no problem. Mm -hmm. So I think we got delayed. So let's get into our, you know, screenshots. And because I really want to talk about this poor driver, what this guy's goddamn going through in Texas, bro. Oh, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I mean, I usually don't get like dumbfounded, but this is, I'm like, if look, anybody watching now who can help this guy, please, please help this guy. So okay, so you set it up. Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead and set this up. What the story is first, and that is, um, so actually, you know what? You explain it because you're the one who got the the email first, and then we'll we'll play the video to show exactly what's going on. And if anybody else has this issue, you know, let us know because we're trying to figure out exactly what it is, if it's a glitch, exactly what it is, and how many people might be affected by it. Yep. So we have heard that since upfront pricing, right? Uber is. Um, kicking you offline, which is fine, you know, and then you just go right back on, right? You know, they send you that warning saying, do you want to stay online? It doesn't seem like you're requesting, you know, accepting trips. I'm like, no, I want to go offline, whatever. This gentleman is in Dallas, obviously. He reached out to me with this short screen recording of his. So what's happening to this gentleman is, please, if anybody knows the cure for this, please, let's help this guy, okay? 
because I don't know what to do. I honestly don't know what to do. And usually I know some things, but this is this is beyond my pay grade. So this guy has upfront fares, obviously, and destination. Once he declines three trips in a row, not only he's getting kicked offline, but Uber is logging him out of the system. Now, you could say that's still not a big nuisance. I can put my you know, ID and password in, log back right back in, right? Still a nuisance, but let's say it's not. No, this guy, they're logging him off for three hours every time after he declines three requests to the clock on the hour. And then three hours later, he can log back in. Unfortunately, his car is in the shop. He's on a Hertz Tesla rental, paying through the nose for that car. And every three hours, every time he declines three trips in a row, he's offline for another three hours. So he's in a huge pickle. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. Uber, if you're watching this, please fix this guy's app. I'm serious. I mean, this is ridiculous. Okay, here's the, here's what happened. That was the first. This, this is going to show exactly what's going on. Yeah. So, for those who are listening, um, basically, it's just showing the screen video of him getting ride yeah. requests coming in. That was the second, that was the them, second request. Yeah. yeah, that was the second request. He's not touching his screen. Nothing else is happening. So, decline two. That's the third. Trip, trip radar showed up. They're going to ping with him, obviously, pretty soon in a second. And boom, yep, that's the same trip they pinged with him. That's the third decline, right? Yep, he to took go. actually one for the team. Now he's, they're signing him out. Looks like you're not doing it. They're signing him out. Now, now he goes back to his driver app to sign on with his phone number and his credentials, right? Guess what? Look what it says. We are unable to log you in at this time. Please contact support. Well, when he clicks contact support, it kicks him right back to the screen. For three hours. And then on the dot at three hours, they are allowing him to put his phone number in and continue. And he can log back in until he declines three in a row. So if anybody knows there's a solution for this, please email me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. If anybody else in Dallas is experiencing this, if anybody else in any other city is experiencing this, because I talked to shit ton of drivers after I got this. They're all saying, yeah, they're kicking me offline for like after three declines, but not for three hours. This is this is out of control. So Uber, mm-hmm. if you're watching this, please. I mean, this guy's in Dallas. Please reach out to me. Let's fix this guy's problem. The guy's going broke driving a Tesla rental on top of that. You know, imagine how debilitating that is. I mean, you shit, yeah. you're paying 500 bucks a month for the car. I mean, I mean a week. And you can't even log on. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is going on, bro? <laughs> Yeah, it's that's crazy. I mean, like we we've seen where you, your screenshots when we go over them the last couple of weeks, where you'll decline or not accept, you know, any rides that are seven, eight, ten rides coming in, nothing happens. But then we've seen Chicago, you know, three, yeah, and yeah. it'll pop up a little thing and it'll say, yeah. "Are you still driving?" And yeah, I'm yeah. sure pretty much everybody has seen that. But the the fact that you're able to to just get kicked off for three hours, put in the timeout for whatever reason, then Oh my goodness, it's it's insane. Like how, well, how I told are you, them, you know, you know I told them what what we said to other drivers, you know, click on the no more new requests so you don't get that situation. But he goes, some of the trips they're sending me, I have to decline these three. Like Jack Bitten says, just don't let it get to three. Well, if you don't want to let it get to three, you have to accept the garbage trip that they're sending you, Jack. So to me, it's like, you know, um, how do you deal with that? Right? I mean, you are gonna decline three in a row because this is why. You know, upfront fares and destination is something, a tool you could use to only do profitable trips. And there is no limitations except maybe in this guy's case, I tried everything with them on my own. I mean, I tried, you know, uninstall, install, 
change settings, do whatever. Everything that I know I could do, I did. And, and you know, even in the Android, he has an Android, which I know very well. I gave him some other pointers. It's just not working. Every time he declines three in a row, boom, three hours, you're gone. I'm like, Jesus, goddamn Christ, you know? Yeah, it's well, that's that's easy to say, uh, Palmetto Insurance Solutions. After you deny declines, what's happening is when those pings start coming in, he's in a big city of Dallas, and there are so many requests out there that the guy goes, Serge, I can't even do it fast enough. I can even go to the app and log. And by the way, um, going with that subject, there is almost like a counter, right? He goes, if I decline two, go offline for a couple of minutes, come back on, go decline one more, they're logging me out. There's like a counter in the background, he goes. I'm like, this is this is bullshit. We got to fix this. So if anybody yeah, knows crazy. the solution for this, please fix it. Yeah, and if anybody else has experienced something like that, please let us know. Let, let, email yeah. Sergio. And and the biggest thing is take a screen recording of the exact same thing happening yeah. uh, because everything is is done with pictures, with video, whatever it might be. Yeah, Mr. Gambit, right, has, uh, I told him that. You know, Mr. Gambit, I told him that. I go, you know, don't click the X button. And on these three trips, he did not click the X button. The third trip just went through. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. If anybody's experiencing it, please search you at therightshareguy.com. Email me your video, email me your screenshot, whatever it is. I want to help this guy out. So, All right. Well, moving on, we have our resident EV on. Gabe, what's going on? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, Sorry hey, about hey. that. I'm sorry about the lateness and confusion. No worries. Um, your audio is coming in a little, uh, a little crappy. Um, really? Oh, here I'm going to turn on the game. How's that? You better? Uh, go a little bit more to your left. I don't know. Yeah, it's like no? I, I hear this this weird echo or something. So I'm not yeah. sure. I might make sure the right cameras. Yeah, it's definitely picking up some sort of feedback. So you got something coming out. Turn the weight gain way down. Don't turn it. How's that? Yeah, Linda, he's working for Lyft as well. But as you know, with the Hertz rental, Tesla rental, he cannot do Lyft. So we're trying to get him a company that um, offers both Lyft and Uber. No good? Um, No, no change. It sounds like some audio is playing out and then being picked up uh, by the microphone as well. No, body XP, you're right. We're not independent contractors anyway, so we've been talking about that for years now. Uh, so they released upfront fares and destination to make us look like quasi-independent contractors. We're still not independent contractors. So... Uh, how's, uh, how's this? Same okay. thing. Same thing, yeah. All right, hold on. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We're trying to... This is why we like... I know, I know. I know. Sorry about this. This, uh, this is that the list that he's talking about? <laughs> huh? Okay. Um, What's up, Serge? No, I, I'm not hearing actually much of an echo, but I'm hearing definitely like... Um, it's feedback. Yeah, feedback, yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's not an echo, it's feedback. It just sounds like something... He's not a new driver, Mr. Gambit. He's been around for right. five years. I've gotten through all these things. All right, it's how's that? Uh, no, still? No good? Now, it, it, where's your, where's your mic in relation to? You might want to bring it a little closer to your mouth. A little closer. Yeah, that's probably what. How's that? Huh? Is that better? No. Oh, wow, that doesn't even change anything. No. All right, let me let me just switch to the webcam mic. Okay, let's do let's do our thing until he fixes it. He'll jump in. Um. So that's the driver. So what else we got next? 
We we should. All do, right, so uh, let's uh, let's go into. We'll talk about Lyft uh, for a second. Yeah. Let's talk about the upfront earnings on Lyft side and the rebalancing there. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I get these screenshots now. Tons of them. Tons of them. I'm not sure those screenshots, but please keep sending them to me. Um. So Lyft. Now that I hit a cat. Oh, that's his cat. Okay. Um. So, uh, hey, Vinny, what's up? Good to see you here. Um, so these are some Lyft long trips. Uh, we talked about at the start of the show that this gentleman in San Francisco did 100 Lyft short trips, and he's about down 10%. So this rebalancing, it seems like only going rebalancing towards them as opposed to the driver. But look at these trips, right? And this guy also sent me, by the way, he made before uh, upfront, uh, his rates were 58 cents a mile and 16 cents a minute. So any which way you look at it, none of these trips are acceptable, okay? So here's one, two hours, 112.8 miles, $52. I mean, if anybody is doing these trips, I don't know what to tell you guys. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to say something maybe it sounds mean, but you guys are all fucking mass challenged. If you cannot add two plus two, bro, this is not a doable trip, okay? The one mm -hmm. in the middle, not a doable trip. The one on the right, maybe the most doable, but still not all a right. doable trip. For, okay. for Serge, for those who are listening, yeah. we got to remember that people oh, are yeah, listening too. So yeah. the, the first screenshot, let's go over. It's a, it's a ping request that came in from uh, Sacramento to uh, south of San Francisco. So it's a 112-mile trip, which is just shy of two hours, they're saying. And they're offering $52.71 with a $4.25 yeah. ride yeah, bonus. Take, take, take that out, Chris. That's 48 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that off. At, yeah, you got forty-eight dollars for one hundred twelve miles. That's thirty-three cents a mile or something, and that doesn't even include the the two-hour time. Yeah. Um. Then, then the the middle screenshot that we're talking about is uh, it's again another four dollar twenty-five cent ride bonus. It's an hour of forty-three minutes, one hundred fourteen point nine miles, and they're offering sixty-three oh six. So take out that four dollar twenty-five. A cent bonus and you're under you're under sixty dollars for a hundred and fifteen mile trip. I mean these are real trips, okay? So these exist in the platform. So somebody's be getting pinged with this, which this guy did three in a row or four in a row, five. And these were the they, they, they I had like ten of them and I'm like I picked three. Good, bad, sideways. I mean, look, these are <laughs> not doable chips. So but somebody's gonna take these on. And I'm like, yeah, okay, go ahead and do it. Lose money. So please don't be mass challenged. I mean, these are not doable chips. Do some math in your head. Lift ping lasts 15 seconds. In 15 seconds, you can do math. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you took the on the first screenshot, if you took 425 out of uh, the fare, which gives you 48 bucks, and this chip most likely is going to be a no return or a dead mile return for you anyway. If you're starting in San Francisco and going all the way to wherever the heck you're going, and I'm going like, you know, I mean, as it is, it's, it's less than. 40 cents and then if you put the dead miles back in you're literally losing money i mean i understand cash flow and all these problems people are having these days because of the economy or whatever but please don't do these trips these are not doable trips you guys are losing money period so there you go it's i mean you look at them and that's that's just crazy um and then the the third screenshot on this particular one it's uh, an hour six minutes 68.8 miles for forty-five sixty-nine with a four dollar seventy-five uh, cent four dollar and seventy-five cent ride bonus. Yeah, that's forty yeah, bucks for seventy miles. Thirty-one dollars, and it's seven almost seventy miles. Yeah, I mean, and right. uh, 
So, you know, we talked about this. Like, I don't think any driver is worth this money. I think this driver is worth a lot more. And if you take mm -hmm. these, if you take these trips, right, convert it to the old miles and minute rates, they're all 30% less, all of them, right? So this guy had a 58 cents a mile and 14 cents a minute, okay? Uh, if you take 100 and just 112 miles on the first screenshot, Chris, if you just took the 113 miles, multiply it, right, times 56 cents, which was his mileage rates before upfront fares, right? Just that alone is like 60 bucks. Forget the two hours that we're going to add on on top of the, right, at 16 cents a minute. This trip is like, this trip with, with the mile and minutes, this, this would have been maybe like $80, $85 offer to the driver. And now it's 52. Mm -hmm. I'll go like, what kind of haircut is that? I was like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. So please don't do these trips, people. You know, they're bad for your pocket, for your car, for everything. And so some of these, these are my screenshots. Um, I went out the other day to, to get some offers. And I'll give you the quick rundown on these, right? All three of them had a little bit of a bonus in it. Oddly enough, the one in the middle I would do, because it's going to take me 10 minutes for 6 bucks, including 325 surge, because in LA, the minimum is $2.62, $2.62, believe it or not, guys. $2.62. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. And then the other one on the left, uh, would have been at least two and a half more dollars, um, you know, uh, because if you took the surge out, that's down to 17. And on the one on the right would have been about a buck and a half more. I haven't run into any trips, man. I'm I'm taking screenshots and killing my phone and killing my brain with it. I haven't run into too many situations except a couple that the Uber algo is charging so much to the passenger or the Lyft algo is charging so much that they decide to share the wealth with you and then it doesn't make sense. It almost looks like a hidden surge like the old days. And I go... Hmm. I got to take this one because this makes a lot of sense. But you got to do some quick math. So please, drivers, please do your math. Please take all the 15 seconds that you have on the ping screen for Uber, for Lyft and 10 seconds for Uber. Please take all that 10 seconds. Don't just click willy-nilly at it looking at just a dollar number because some of these trips, you're losing money. You're not, again, you're not losing money. You're making, you're, you're generating some revenue, but they're not doable trips. They're, you know, they unless you think this is what you're worth then knock yourselves out and do it and that's the problem we're having um so yeah these are not for me either except the one in the middle i would take on that short one and no problem the other ones not so much half hour worth of work for 13 bucks so this is another thing chris i'm wondering you know what this is i was thinking about this yesterday i said i wonder why everybody's acceptance rates are collapsing because guess what the trips that they were doing before they saw the destination of the passenger were the exact same offers that they were getting to a point, okay? So now seeing the destination, is this really, really making them evaluate that true offer? Because they were doing these same trips like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago before Upfront showed up, right? Mm -hmm. Now are they really saying, man, you know, I've been doing these garbage trips for years. Now I see the destination. I should have never done those. Is that why you think the acceptance rates are collapsing? Because people are really paying attention to this is not doable situation for me. And they're passing on to it because now they know where they're going before. Because as we know, we didn't know where we were going with Lyft. And in most cases, we didn't know where we were going with Uber. So, you know, honestly, I, I don't I don't want to speak for other drivers, uh, but if if I had to infer I think a lot of drivers are looking at the map and saying that's not worth it when they look at the map. 
um versus actually like breaking down i don't know if drivers are actually fully breaking down in the time frame that they have when the yeah. ping comes in um yeah. but it, it it does take training and and you know you have to figure out and look exactly where things are yeah. and do these try to do these simple calculations as quick as you can yeah. um, to see if it's going to be something that's worth yeah, it or not for you um oh look I who's mean, here chris look who's here we zoom is here Finally, you woke up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> no more, no more, no more little sleep, huh? <laughs> no more, no more nap for him today. He's not napping today. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so you know, these are these are some examples of lifts up front. But I'm gonna have to point something out. Now, um, you have those two screenshots that I sent you, right, with the lift up front and the Uber up front side by side, right? Yeah, there you go. Now, once you accept the trip. Lyft has something actually superior with the upfront than Uber does. So these are second stage. This, these are the stages of the trip that you have accepted the request already. Okay. Once you go and push to those three lines on the lower right-hand corner of the app, this screen will pop up. This is on your way to pickup. Okay. This is on your way to pickup. Uber's information is pretty vague, actually, because now you have to remember the upfront fare that you had you were offered for this trip. It doesn't say that. It tells you where to pick up the passenger, right? It gives you the rating. And if they're, you know, that's it. It doesn't say anything else. This is on the way. This is period two people on pick after request accepted on the way to the passenger to pick up. On the right hand side is the lift screen. Well, I think I like that a lot better because it shows what the trip came in at the upfront fare $11.13 the pickup point the drop off point it gives you pretty much all this information so you, even on your way there you can maybe decide to cancel this trip right but on the uber's case they don't show you much they just show you where the pickup is the rating and that's about it so you really have to remember what uber was paying you for that upfront fare and if you're doing mm -hmm. 20 30 40 50 i think lyft is far superior on the way to the passenger in period too right oh yeah because you see all that info right there yeah i mean you just look you just look at the two what one looks better yeah uh, clear, I mean, clearly I mean, the, the lift side is, is much better yeah. uh, and again those for who are for the those uh, who are actually listening to this um on the podcast or you know if you're just not paying attention to the video because you're just playing it whatever um it's just the screenshots like like sergio said it's it's basically when you accept the ride you're in route to the passenger and if you are, you know, clicking on the three little dots uh, on the bottom there and pulling up the menus uh, yeah. for the ride itself, uh, yeah. that is is what we're looking at. Yeah, I think I think it's so far superior than to Uber's uh, on period three and period. I mean, period two, period three. You know, you're going to see the same thing. Uh, and then uh, you know what? Uh, also, uh, actually, you know what? Let's let's go to, to the next screenshots. This is yeah. the the actual upfront earnings when the ping request yeah. actually comes in so on this one ubers yep. versus lifts and uh, guess what you know what i almost picked identical chips these are all my own screenshots uh -huh. and they're both going to hollywood burbank airport right from where i was oddly enough they both gave me this this trip right mm -hmm. so this is uber's upfront pricing for a 21 11 mile um 21 minute trip if you added the pickup that's 26 minutes and 13 miles for $10.29, which includes the 55 cent fuel surcharge, by the way, people. So this trip is about $9.75, and Gabe is shaking his head. 
And then on the right-hand side, it's almost the identical chip. If you guys look at it, just the pickup is a little bit longer on the lift screen. Uber, so lift with the 275 bonus is paying me 11. So the lift is paying me a little bit more for this chip than Uber was. And quite a bit more, actually, buck and a half more. I still wouldn't do both because it's half hour of work for 1376 gross, right? Yeah. Now, now what the difference is, see, on this one, Uber for me is superior on the pink screen, right? Because it gives you um, the exact address of the pickup point. Because for veteran drivers, this is important. If you know your city well, you know these streets well. And it also gives you the drop-off, exact drop-off address. On Lyft, it just says 10 minutes, and then you got the map. Obviously, the colorful map with the pink and the purple. I get that. But if you're a newbie and you don't know where things are at yet in your city, this is more difficult for me to read. So Lyft is superior on the way to the passenger to pick up. And Uber's ping screen on the initial ping that comes in, I think, for me, is superior because I know my city well. I know a lot of crossing streets. So... Mm -hmm. um, I think it's an easier map to read and then easier to reposition yourself. But these both trips, I wouldn't have accepted irregardless. Yeah. Now, I want to ask the chat, what do you think? Do you like Uber's ping screen better or Lyft's? Uh, yeah. Now, you, you just said yours. Uh, Gabe will, uh, will ask you yours in a second. Um, for me personally, I like Lyft's. All right. All right, here we go. I like Lyft's look better, but I like Uber's info a lot more because again it gives you that that street um pickup drop off so you have a you don't have to look at the map if you don't want to yeah um yeah. so it just gives you gives you that better option um so i i like the layout though of lifts better i just like the info that uber has more yeah uber has and then gabe the, what do you think what do you think gabe okay now we can't hear you at all gabe's <laughs> muted you gotta unmute yourself You got to unmute. Your, there you go. How's it yeah. an echo? No, nope, go ahead. No echo. We hear you good. Okay. No echo, echo, echo. No, Was you're good. <laughs> okay. Anyway, no. Um, they, you know, I it, was it Tolstoy who said every happy family is the same, and every unhappy family is 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 uh, different in their own miserable ways. Like, um, they both have uh, advantages and, and disadvantages. You know. Um, but since I use Uber so much more than Lyft, I, I just I think I'm just more comfortable with Ubers just because I'm better at reading the information at a glance. But I, I agree, it does give you more information. I do think that Uber rewards a more experienced driver, you know, geographically speaking. What do you think? So? Yeah. Can you raise your volume a little bit more? Because we're like you're kind of faint. Oh, because I'm using oh, much better. Much all right, better. Go. Yeah. All right. Did, yeah, did you we want to we want to hear your singing voice pretty soon so <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta get the vocal acoustics and all that ready so i just gotta so, make sure that yeah hopefully yeah. The, um so would you do either of these trips uh gabe no hell no because <laughs> <laughs> they both go to an airport although the uber one doesn't tell me it goes to the airport it does well, it says burbank uh, burbank airport down the bottom it says oh, burbank airport. but it, but i like how the lift it, yeah it, it says yeah. airport drop off yeah it's good yeah. to know yeah. Because I took all my, I took my stickers and I threw my airport placard away. Um, so I, I got okay, you're faint again. You need to move forward. Yeah, you, you got either speak up or oh, move. Okay. The bring the microphone or, closer to you. One well, it, it's because I'm using the webcam mic. And oh, okay. There you go. Oy vey. All right. Hang <laughs> on a second. Yeah. All right. 
This is why we like to run through things beforehand so everybody knows. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> we're blaming Gabe on this one completely. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna run you over on this one. You know, you know, you know, you know how this is gonna be once we hang up, right? <laughs> is, is this better at all? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Are you getting the echo though? No. No echo? This is this is this is what we're gonna stick with. Okay, good. So we're, All right, because we want to get on with the show. We don't want to okay. uh, be All fucking right. around. Shit. John, so, no, this, this Gabe is not in my market. Gabe, Gabe is the king of San Francisco. I'm well, the king of LA. The He's king. the king of San Francisco. I don't know if I'm the king. Yes, you are. <laughs> don't be modest. Some yes, of them, for sure. You're a goddamn veteran, bro. Come on now. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, yeah, eight years, sixty thousand, fifteen years, sixty thousand rides. It's true. Sixty thousand. Yeah, between taxi, Uber, and oh, 15 yeah. no, years. No, I'm talking the apps. I'm oh. talking the apps. Oh, yeah. Well, about 30,000, I guess. God <laughs> damn. See? There you oh, go. That's, yeah. that's the man right there. 35,000. He's the man in San Francisco. He's got right. more rides than both you and me put together. Yeah, that's definitely there's, so. there's, definitely there's, guys, so. there's guys with double my rides. So. Oh, yeah. They're out but, there. So, Gabe, so you're our, you know, on RSG, you're our resident EV specialist. Yeah. And you drive EVs. You tested every goddamn ev out there well I, so much. pretty much pretty much <laughs> yeah so tell and you run are, are you the are you you're running the facebook group ev group as well that's right that's right you want me to, i'll post i'll post a link to the ev yeah, facebook post all the stuff because you know it's a hot topic man so we had you on like a couple three months ago mm -hmm. and yeah. so what has changed um first of all i had a question the other day that i could not answer um the guy was asking me, or a driver was asking me, is the EV credit going to be continued? Do you have any insight on that? The EV credit from Uber? Yes. I asked Uber's, uh, I asked one of Uber's media flacks, um, yeah. are you going to discontinue the, the EV bonus after December 31st? And he said, he said, well, we don't have any plans to discontinue it at this time. So which is kind of <laughs> like, it's kind of like a, Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee in terms of clarity of response, <laughs> but typical Uber response like, well, we're not going to not have it continuing forward after next month. Maybe The double month. negative, triple negative. <laughs> so I don't know, but I, it, it's hard for them to have any credibility uh, coming, you know, and, and Lyft also. I mean, both these companies, they're, they're putting a lot into their we're going to yeah. decarbonize by 2030 yeah. uh, strategy. When? Like Uber's. When is when is Uber's date for uh, going all electric? The whole fleet? Twenty they, what is it? They said twenty thirty. Bullshit. <laughs> that's not happening. Well, that's <laughs> this guy on the right is about to buy an ICE vehicle. <laughs> well, <laughs> gonna... you know, who knows what's gonna happen? You know, the way the way Uber's PR department and the way Uber's board and all their senior executives probably see the world is um who knows what if who knows if the world will be here in 2030, much less Uber. So, All right, Gabe, uh, Gabe I, I got to ask there. you a question. You're going to have more insight on this. Prop 30 mm -hmm. and the, the 50, uh, around $50 million that Lyft oh. spent on it while Uber said, we're not even going to touch this. What's your thoughts on that? And why would Lyft dump money on that? Not only for it to fail, but, you know, just in general. Well, I think Lyft had a lot of, I think Lyft's political consultants and um, other operatives had a lot of confidence from Prop 20, from Prop 22. Prop 22, of course, you may not know, is the was the ballot initiative that Uber and Lyft and DoorDash and Grubhub and the others put about 220, 230 million dollars into. One of the biggest ballot initiative in in uh, California history. Most money spent 
And that was to change state law to permanently make us independent contractors. Um, and then also create a system so that um, Sergio could squeeze some extra money out of Uber. But um, uh, they must have been very feeling very confident, like, oh, well, if we want something to happen, then you just pay a bunch of consultants a bunch of money and then it'll happen because we can get the voters to vote for anything. And the problem is, I think, from what I can tell, is is uh, Gavin Newsom is the is the governor, and uh, he's pretty politically savvy, and he can he can marshal a lot of power politically. Um, and he came out against Prop Thirty, and that with the kind of conservative, um, the conservative uh, hesitancy towards raising taxes on anybody, um, because Prop 30, Prop Thirty had a big you know tax. Uh, tax increase built into it for uh, people making over a million or $10 million a year. Um, not driver's yeah. concern. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. not it, it was supposed to go towards uh, drivers to be able to purchase yeah, EVs. Not mine. not mine either, buddy. Even with the Prop 22 money, not mine. I'm not there yet. So. You know, I mean, <laughs> but it, it, it's so mean-spirited and cheap for Lyft to not just chip in a dollar the way Uber has been doing like yeah. for at least five or six years. They started so, doing it in England first. Before and, I forget, you know, have you seen what Gabe has been? I mean, uh, Chris has been under for the last like two weeks. He's like under eight foot of snow. Oh, really? I, I asked him this. I asked him this question. I'm going to ask you since you're expert. Literally, he had like five foot of snow covering his car. You couldn't see the car. It's like literally just down. It's like a mountain of snow. So, what would happen to an EV under those circumstances? Like, what what will happen? It would be very cold inside. No, I get that. <laughs> Although the the snow is insulating. Um, the EV, if the EV wasn't kept on battery power, the battery... Right there, right there. Yeah, There's a car somewhere there. Yeah, if you <laughs> have your car parked out in that, if you have an EV parked out in that kind of snow for an extended period of time, the EV is going to, it's going to turn on the battery heating system to keep okay. the battery at a stable temperature. So obviously that's going to, that's going to sap your battery. Um Okay. While so that's it. That's the most. That's the worst that could happen. The battery. The battery. Yeah. Yeah. You're. It's. You, yeah. You'll. You'll park it in. And like a week later, you'll go outside and your battery will be down 70 percent. Okay. All just right. from it being parked. So that's why. And, and that's why they they tell you to. Um, and then if you let it drain all the way, if you just forget yeah. about your car out in the cold, uh, without it being plugged in, it'll. Yeah, you could potentially damage the battery. Okay. So um. So tell us about the latest news about evs i know you're you're back in a bolt euv right i know i Which know yeah the... I, I sold my tesla and i bought another bolt euv of course yeah. we can link the story and video about my bolt euv um, absolutely and yeah. uh i you know I, I just don't have a need for a long-range ev now on our on our uber and lyft ev group and by the way i i want to give a shout out to everyone uh i Everyone who is uh, joining us, especially Will Connor, thank you for coming out and, and saying hi and checking out the live stream um, from the EV group. Um, but uh, from what I've been learning from them is that a lot of EV drivers, they, they really do need a lot of range. Um, right. Not everyone can use the same strategy. Right. I, my strategy is to do lots of little trips. I can do 60 or more rides on one full charge in my car, which is going to be multiple days of driving for me. Um, but a lot of drivers, they can't do that or they won't do that or that's not the optimum strategy for them. So they yeah. really, 
they really do need a car that either has a lot longer range than my Bolt or has access to very fast charging, like a yeah. Tesla, like the new um, Hyundai Kia platform. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. And and the, the number one thing I always tell people when they're considering using an EV for rideshare is it's got to make sense for you and your driving yeah. situation. I think if you're like in a rural areas or whatever, EVs don't make sense at all. But if you're in San Francisco, LA, you know, certain busy cities that, you know, most trips are short, pick up short, drop off short. I think it makes quite a bit of sense. I, um, I think, I think a driver in a rural area, it, it could make sense having an EV if they're, maybe they're near a college town and they're just doing a yeah. lot of short trips. Like it's possible. Yeah. yeah knock them out. Yeah. So, so you, you tested pretty much all of these cars. I mean, we, it's on our channel, right? All your videos are on our channel. You tested the Mustang, Mach, whatever that's called. Yep. You tested your EUV, the Tesla, obviously, previously. You even tested a, tested a used Model S. Mm-hmm. You know, you tested the Kia. You, I mean, is there anything that you haven't tested yet that you want to test? Oh, yeah. I mean, all of them. There's, they, like, the main thing that's changed in the EV market just in the last two years is there's just a huge new number of cars that are coming out. Yeah. I'd love to test the, I'd love to test the, the Volkswagen ID4. I think is probably a really good rideshare vehicle. Right. Um, the there's a new, um, you know, there's a bunch of new products coming from GM. GM's going to have 40, 50 different EV models in the next yeah. five years. Yeah. There's just an avalanche of these new new cars coming in. Yeah. But, um, Did you do the Ionic Five yet? I did the Ionic Five. That. Uh, not the big? Ionic Five, but, but it's so similar to the EV6. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Ionic Five is cool because it has like multi-configurable, um, like a center console, and the seats have like a little little leg rest thing that you can take a nap on while you're waiting for the car to charge. Is it better and, than a Tesla? Oh my god! Really? Uh, Tesla <laughs> makes fantastic software and technology, and Tesla has an excellent charging network. So yeah. Tesla's got a lot going for it, yeah. but I feel like Tesla's falling behind on the hardware front in terms of like the driving hardware and focusing on like the driving experience and the legacy yeah. car companies like Mercedes and Hyundai and Ford and GM, they know how to build cars. They've been building cars for a century. Yeah. And they build better cars than Tesla builds. That's that. I got to say those new Hummers look amazing though. Did you, there's a YouTube video of uh, a YouTuber jumped one, and it just completely crumpled the the frame. Destroyed it. Oh no! I watched. Uh, I watched. Do you watch uh, Jerry Rig Everything? Uh, I've heard of it. No, but no. He, bu- he basically built an EV out of an old Hummer, like for uh, old military Hummer. Right, military Hummer. Yeah. Um, and yeah he, does, he does a lot of other things. He breaks down phones and stuff like that. But he uh, he's done a lot of EV stuff and. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're having nothing. No, he was test driving the, the new Hummer and the Rivian. What's up? Oh, you're, no, no, you're freezing. You're so, yeah, it's, now, it's, now it's you. Now it's your ah, fault. Yeah, the internet here is <laughs> shitty because of the, uh, the, the yeah, pending storm that we have. All the cable lines already. are being stretched out right now. Probably. Yeah, so one, one, one viewer says, Gabe, get Gabe and Rivian. The Rivian is that is that oh. the truck right? That's the truck. Oh, can I can I can I get in a can I get in a plug for one of my other clients besides Harry? Sure, get all the plugs okay. you need, buddy. I hope this doesn't make Harry mad, but uh, I'm working for a guy named Ben Sullins, and actually, I should be writing his newsletter right now as we speak. Um, and, but he uh, 
he has a, a website called EV Decide, and I'm writing the EV Decide newsletter, and that's kind of where I got a lot of my material in terms of what's new in the EV world over the last, uh, you know, three months. Um, but uh, he ha he's a Rivian owner. He's one of the first people to test fully test a Rivian. And yeah, the he says the new R1S, their new SUV is like sensational. And it's a third row. And I'll tell you, that's, that's the holy grail for my EV guys is the third row EV. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the oh. idea of, of operating an XL vehicle for the same cost as operating yeah. an X is yeah. that'll get those Crazy. guys. Yeah, that's good. So yeah. out of all these cars that you tested, put it on our channel, um, what's the best oh, man. car for a ride share? The one currently you're driving, or it's the one I'm driving. I hate to. It, that's such a trite thing to say, because. Yeah. But you ask any driver, ask any any driver, any one of these guys uh, on this right rail here that are yeah. posting their comments, and they will all tell you that the car that I'm driving is the best car for rideshare because it is. It's the best car for them at this yeah. moment. Um, yeah. But better, better than a Prius, huh? Well, I mean, for me, my car is yeah. definitely better than a Prius because yeah. it's it's half the price to, to operate. Although I'm arguing with a guy on my, on my, <laughs> on my, in my uh, Facebook group right now. He's like, Oh, you don't know about this. I've had my Prius for 250,000 miles and I've only spent a thousand dollars maintaining it. And he whittles his own tires. And, and uh, yeah. You know. So well, but, I saw uh, that, you know, but, but, you know, no, I think, I think your car. So, you know, the other thing, one other thing I want you to talk about is this, um, the inflation, um, Act or whatever they passed in Congress, right? That the, the all oh, the, the cars that are the IRA, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. talk about that a little bit because I think that may lower some some of your cars. Let's say like Chevy's uh, costs uh, to some ridiculous levels that you know may be really reasonable for rideshare drivers to get into. Well, I don't know if it's going to oh you mean lower the cost of actually yeah yeah yeah. These yeah well yeah. so the problem is that. Um, that to get there's it reinstates the full seven thousand five hundred dollar credit for every OEM that makes an electric vehicle. Before right. it was only the first two hundred thousand that they built. Right. So right. now, starting January first, you're going to be able to get uh, you're going to be able to get uh, a, a tax credit um, if you buy a Chevy Bolt for the first time in several years. However, um, because part of this is contingent on the battery chemistry and where the battery is manufactured and also where the raw materials for the battery are from. Mm -hmm. It's looking like GM might only be eligible for half of that credit, but hmm. they have until December 31st to fully uh, formulate the rules. So we're not sure. Nobody really knows if, <laughs> if GM is going to get these credits, but the, but they'll probably get about half of them. For now, okay. and then starting in about twenty four or twenty five, they should get the the full credit. Okay. Um, as because, boy, I'll, I'll tell you, um, the amount of investment that is going into United States um, EV battery manufacturing over the last few months is just staggering. Tens of yeah. billions of dollars. There are they've already created like tens of thousands of jobs. It's it's really mind blowing how much cool. investment's going on, and so I see. I see most of the U.S. manufacturers and even the European manufacturers and even even Kia, all of them are opening both uh, EV plants and battery plants in the United States. All of them, uh, Volvo, Polestar, uh, Kia, Hyundai. So it's it is going to bring the price down of a lot of these EVs, but it's going to take a few years for these factories yeah. to get built and, and come online. 
Yeah, because I mean the you know I know um, GM lowered the bolt pricing quite a bit, right? The the sticker price supposedly. Um, I oh mean, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like if your state has a has an additional incentive, like California will give you an extra twenty five hundred to four thousand dollars depending on your income. Yeah. Um, you could get the price of a bolt if say it got the full three five hundred dollar credit. You can get yeah. one for like fourteen thousand dollars. That's, that's insane. Crazy. A brand that's new crazy. one. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know what? I think that's the future, you know. It's not for everyone, obviously. Um, but if you're in a big city like ours that you don't do too much of these garbage long trips that you saw. Did you see some of those trips, Gabe? <coughs> yeah. <coughs> but I was like, who's doing this? That's in your neighborhood, by the way. In San Francisco, Sacramento. Yeah. I go, who's driving 120 miles for 40 bucks? I go, like, I'm not even sure what's happening. So, you know, while we're at it, what since I have you here, what is your opinion of the upfront situation that's going on? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Has it eliminated all the destination filter tricks that you had? Or <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the I don't know. I mean, the interesting thing about this job is how you have to constantly be evolving your strategies. And I got to say, Sergio, since I've known you, like you have made me so much money. I should really pay you some kind of fee. Well, yeah, what, what, what's the finder's fee? Tenders. Very small. You know, I always, you know, Chris, I always hear like, I owe you, I owe you. And then I go, where's my steak? He goes, nothing. I'm like, I don't even know. I'm just asking for a free meal, bro. I think he, need, I think he needs to uh, to give you some sort of a rebate on the EV beyond the $7,500 and whatever else he has. There you go. You're going to find me an EV that's for free. <laughs> well, like I said, is your is your wife keeping her bolt? Yeah. Brand new she, battery, baby. She got a Brand new battery. battery. I mean, that car is like, what a deal. Yeah. Um, and she buy out the lease, or is she not yet? It's going to expire in like five months. But she's going. You know I told her, her to definitely buy it out. Do you know what the, the battery is? And you know what happened after they installed the new battery? Her max charges up to like three hundred and forty miles now. What? No joke. The other day she fully because she fully charged it the other day. Yeah. It says three forty eight max and something minimum, right? Oh, minimum. That, that, that's if she drove it. A steady thirty miles per hour. No, a, I know, but but her her range, range got extended. It's not like the yeah. two forty before. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, no. It, it went from a fifty five. It went from a fifty nine kilowatt hour pack to a sixty six kilowatt hour. Yeah, pack. definitely so more charge. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's great, right? Um, you can't beat it's, it. It's like getting a new bigger gas tank. Yeah. But um. Uh, so you like you like upfront. You know where you look, where you're going. We don't have the five out of ten bullshit and you know all that stuff, right? So when, like, when did when did upfront pricing get extended to everybody in this current? Form? Not everybody yet, but, but it's no, still, not um, five weeks. We're saying should be in most markets by the end of the year. Yeah, and, and we've had it for like what five weeks now? Since uh, yeah, maybe no, maybe less. Not even October or something. Uh, um, I mean my my earnings have gone up. Uh, my hourly earnings That's because you cherry pick yeah i mean who doesn't i mean don't you have to to make a living like why would you do that not according to some people i mean the I'm definition of an independent like contractor is that you can pick and choose your jobs otherwise you're not an independent contractor yeah so so uh with the upfront you you know df is useless area preference is useless right all that yeah. stuff yeah. you know they took away my area preference um option i think because i've dropped below blue i don't i think i'm like there's no below blue <laughs> i think i'm below blue i think i'm gray or pale yellow 
<laughs> no, no. Actually, you can drop below blue because if you don't hit the acceptance rate, then you're not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so... I'm not even on the chart. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're, you're blue. You're blue. You're blue. You're Same blue. here. My acceptance rate's too low. You drop probably from gold to blue, or we no? You got you to be platinum to have area preference. So, yeah. 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 Oh, this guy. This guy. Ooh la la. He says that that Uber told him his acceptance rate has to be seventy five percent to get upfront pricing. Absolutely not. That's not unless it's something new. Send me the screenshot. Send you at the rideshareguy.com. Yeah. That is no look. You know, I've got no, actually, we got to, we should address that. Um, we got a lot of comments on the videos that, oh, my acceptance rate has to be this. No, to be platinum or diamond has nothing to do with upfront with acceptance rates any longer. Mm -hmm. You have to have 485, it used to be 480, they sneaked their 0.5 in there. You have to have 485 rating and less than 4% cancellation rate in a three month period. And you have three-point periods and one-point period. It's all about accumulation of points. It doesn't matter if your acceptance rate is zero. Doesn't matter. Well, zero, one percent. So if you can accumulate those points, that's a lot of trips, though. So so people know. Um, you know, most trips in when I drive is three points worth. So to me, figure out. And there's a list of when it, when the three-point kicks in and when the one-point drives are. And then do mostly three-point trips. You will easily get to platinum. I mean, I, I and then to get that cash, by the way. So yeah, most people, please. Um, wow, this over pro shit has nothing to do with acceptance rate anymore. Acceptance yeah. rate is in the past history. There is no more. No one cares. No one cares. Yes. all you want. Oh, but AR, I love. A, but uh, we we zoom. He says uh, his acceptance rate is twenty-one percent. That's very high. We zoom. Bad respect. It's high. High. Mine's in the thirties still. Mine's in, my, mine's in the yeah. upper 40s. You, oh. you, 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 you're Formica, bro. You both are Formica. <laughs> Wait, what does Formica mean? What? It's, it's the Latin ant. version of ant. Latin word for ant. Go for ahead, Micah? Google it. Oh, yeah. because the little dots. Yeah. Oh. No, not the little dots. It's the chemicals that oh. the ant uh, releases. And then it's, yeah, go ahead, Google it. Uh, uh, okay. um, Latin word for ant. So we don't say ant anymore. Although I said it four times in a row now. <laughs> Yeah. So the big thing is when, when yeah, we're talking about upfront fares and upfront pricing, yeah. that is not tied to acceptance rate. It doesn't matter if your, your acceptance rate is 0% or 100% or anywhere in between. It's only going to show you upfront fares because oh. they completely changed how they pay you. So they take away time, they take away distance, and they claim it's several other factors on top of it. Um not really clarifying that or making it more transparent like they say it is, but uh, basically the acceptance rate does not matter when it comes to upfront earnings. If for some reason they show you that, it's not truly upfront fares. Uh, it might be something like upfront fares is going to be coming to your market and they're testing something else out beforehand. Okay, so it, AR their, clause, their clause says incorrect. So acceptance rate still required for platinum in my market. Check your own individual markets. Oh. I agree with that one on there. You go. Yeah. There you the go. reason not, we're not talking about that when it comes to upfront fares, it doesn't matter what your acceptance rate is. Yeah, that has to nothing to do Uber with yeah, showing the destination, right? That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. When it comes to Uber Pro, yeah, Uber that's Pro a different Reward, story. Yeah. Yes, you have to have your acceptance rate has to meet the threshold. If it doesn't, then you won't get those. And no, that's not, why not, 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 we're not even we're not even in the Uber Pro Rewards arena because 
my acceptance rate is too low, so yours is as well. So well, I don't really care either. Guess, you know what Bear Claw said is right because in 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 my in LA or in I don't know other cities in LA other than you know I'm in LA, but maybe Gabe has it. If you're platinum, mm -hmm. acceptance rate has nothing to do with being platinum. Period. Now we're talking Uber Pro now. You just have to be 485 or better rating and less than 4% equal to, or less than 4% cancellation fee. It's on your apps. When you click on your app, it'll give you your total points for what, how many points you have as an Uber Pro points. And if you click on that one more time, it'll show you what the requirements are to stay platinum if you're platinum, what your requirements are to stay diamond if you're diamond. Acceptance rate in LA, at least in LA, has nothing to do with Uber Pro Platinum or Uber Pro Diamond, Blue, Gold, whatever you are. It's just a collection of points with those two factors. That's it. But thank you, um, Bear Claws, because that's that's a good point. But Chris, you have it right. I, you know, if they... Did you hear that you were not watching? You know, there is a guy in Dallas, Gabe, that Uber is not only kicking him out after three declines, he's logging him out for what? three hours at a wow. time three you, hours at a time so much for independent contractor <laughs> do, do you do you think that's uh, some kind of like pilot program they're experimenting no, 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 on or is that, is, is that it's been going on he goes since like last three months now and he, and has he anyone else told other you this Dallas drivers he's the only one <laughs> like, you're the chosen one i guess and that's that's uber or lyft uber i've never heard of any of that happening anyway. three hours on the dot every time oh, he declines oh, three oh. Euros. maybe he is a uh android Maybe he has an Android and it's. Uh, he has an Android. Oh, maybe he should update his. App. I did. We did all those tricks. We oh, did, did update, uh, unupdate, to backwards, forwards, nothing worked. <laughs> someone, said, someone says Tuskegee experiments. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. Nothing worked. Oh, it's okay. like, nope, you're off for three hours. Yeah, you're off. You're off for three hours. Come back in three. I'm like, Sounds shit. like an employment model. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Take a three hour break. We'll pay you then. Yeah. Nothing before. <laughs> horrible, horrible situation. Oh, anyway, anyway, so. You're staying with us, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so okay. anything else you want to add to the EV space? Yeah. I, you know, the last three months, like there's been a lot of EV news. Like there's a lot of exciting models that are coming down the pike. And so I would tell, I would tell guys like, you know, maybe there isn't a, a car that's going to be right for you now, but in the next two to five years, there's not only is there going to be an EV out there that's going to fit their needs really well, yeah. but they're they're going to be a lot cheaper and they're going to be a lot in the and the charging experience is going to be better because of faster charge times as well yeah. as like greater availability of chargers yeah no i i think i think that's the future maybe not here for everyone but i think for rideshare driving if you're in a big city like we are i think it's perfect car it really is if you're targeting short trips short pickups oh my god you know. i mean i'm telling you i did you saw i did my goal last Friday was to do 50 trips and it turned out to be pretty slow. It gets slow in the Bay area and Thanksgiving time. Cause everybody is from somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, they all go back to Buffalo. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, not and, Buffalo. Uh, I'm, I'm leaving <laughs> Buffalo. No, I'm, I'm leaving soon. So no, don't. My sister, you know, my sister lives there. It's Buffalo's beautiful. I love Buffalo. I like Buffalo in the summer. Yeah. I don't like Buffalo. Okay. So I, mean, I haven't been there in the winter. So we've had some crazy, we had some crazy last week. Let me tell you something crazier. The same exact storm happened eight years prior. Same day that it started and ended. 
And then we were under travel bans for, for a number of days because so many people were out driving stupidly and getting stuck. And then they have to tow these cars before they can actually plow the roads. And we were in a hit, hit in one of the harder hit areas. And so for, from the time that the travel bans actually came out of place, it was the exact same date range from the storm eight years ago or yeah, eight, eight years ago. It was 2014. Same thing. Same storm. Same, same everything that happened. Hmm. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. Easy, this is the last right. winter. Uh, I'm, we're already looking places in South Carolina. Hopefully it will be, go, uh, be there soon. And then I don't even have to worry about it. You'll be next to Jeff. You'll be next to Jeff. You can teach him not to be for Mike. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I will. I, yeah. You know, I, I think you should do a, uh, do a, an episode on, on driving in, in snow. And cause I've never had to deal. I can't imagine like what doing Uber in a blizzard. I know we just did a, we just put a story on the side about the hurricane, but mm -hmm. Ian, um, but like doing it in the snow, like, do you make a lot more money when there's a blizzard and you're like the only guy out there with snow chains or how does that work? Well, this storm, I would, I, I bought my stuff early and I hunkered in. I'm like, I ain't going outside. Cause I, I, I went through the, the same storm eight years ago. Um, and I could show you pictures from that, which are just, it's crazy. Um, at that point I had my Jeep in the, in the car, or I mean, I'm sorry, in the garage and the Jeep to, to the, the snow line, it, it's insane how much snow. So like you, the amount of snow that falls in a time frame, like in an hour, it's to be two, three, four inches. That will be enough ground clearance that a car will get stuck within a, within an hour. Plows can't wow. can't handle that. that two hours, it's an SUV. So my Grand Cherokee, the ground clearance that I have, I won't be able to drive after that because then you have the um, all the snow starting to, to accumulate and crush it down. So now you have heavier snow at the bottom. So this storm. I ain't dry. I ain't going out in that storm. No effing way. When you get when you get just a normal snow, you know, a couple inches or something that that comes through in an hour or a couple hours, that's not anywhere near as bad. Yeah, the roads are going to get slippery. Yeah, it's going to be a pain in the ass. You're going to have to drive slower. I have all wheel drive, and that's a godsend when it comes to, to driving in snow. But the thing is no matter what you have, you're still going to stop the exact same. So you got to still drive slow. You got to drive cautious. You got to be smart. Um, but yeah, you're going to, to see the surges pick up and things like that. Cause there's less drivers on the road mm -hmm. and there's still a demand that's out there. But if you don't feel comfortable driving in the snow, I don't recommend doing it. If you're comfortable driving in the snow, if you have the, the means to do it, if you have things that if you get stuck, you're able to get yourself out then you're, you're okay. You're prepared. But in that aspect, um, when it comes to these massive storms, it's not worth it. Not at all. Well, I, can't, I can't wait until you move to South Carolina so we have better internet connections. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what else we got? What else we got going? We got, you know, uh, should we do the, you know, we asked Gabe. That's Gabe, do, do you want to do your ukulele? Is that what you want? Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's okay. get Gabe's yeah, ukulele yeah, let's get first. Gabe's ukulele's on that's a nice look. Wow, man! Let, let me see that thing. It's uh, it's 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 Chinese made. It's but it's solid mahogany, apparently. So <laughs> they say. All right, so find. so without further ado, this is uh, Gabe, uh, a Grammy-winning um, Grammy, and this Grammy. is my my I, it's 
I won a Grammy because my Grammy says I'm the best ukulele player ever. There you go. One thing that Serge, you know, Serge and I have been discussing for a couple of years is when will Uber be profitable? Yeah, this how, is a song it, dedicated to me. How's it sound? How's it sound, Chris? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's good. Good. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, and Chris, are you old enough to to know about the Depeche Mode? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of weak old bread because they just don't charge enough they just don't charge enough just like my hamster in a year it will be dead they just don't charge enough they just don't charge enough the lies are getting larger wall street doesn't feel the love it's because they just don't seem to charge the packs enough Okay, now everybody, just don't charge enough. Everybody now, just don't charge it's enough. They just don't it's charge enough. Not just the ants. They just don't charge enough. They just don't charge enough. Yeah, I'm telling you. And when you chase them, the surges disappear. They just don't charge enough. They just don't charge enough. Dara getting fired will be more refreshing than a beer. They just don't charge enough. They just don't charge enough. Dap Kalanick screwed us because he read too much and ran, and now they just won't charge enough. Everybody, they just don't charge enough. 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 Uh, we need to we need to write a song like this. They don't pay enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys! All right, we got a hundred fifty okay. people watching. Smash yeah. that like button. Oh, like oh good! I'm they just don't charge enough. That's right. That's the latest version of Depeche Mode. They just don't charge enough. Wash hands. Wash hands. Wash hands. <laughs> 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 you can tip me at just tip me in the app. That's what everybody <laughs> just tip me in the tip app. In the app. This, yeah, this uh, Gabe, your, your latest, uh, your, what was that? That one you're like, uh, don't smash the like button, as Chris oh, says. Uh, like that? I like that. Did you like how I put in there? I'm like, I saw it. Right? Yeah. It was almost subliminal. Did, did yeah, you see Chiki that? Has a point. Cheeky Shop says they charge a lot, but they don't pay enough. They or they take too no. much of it. I, you know, I don't it's know. True. We'll have to revise that. They don't just don't pay enough. 
They yeah. just don't pay enough. <laughs> well, they, they pay us enough. I mean, I get paid enough. But um, well, they pay the cherry pickers enough because the yeah, if you know how to work the system, you get paid enough. But if you're we've just gotten man- paid, we've gotten paid way more than than Uber's gotten paid than Uber's uh, than Uber's like regular you know common stockholders have gotten paid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, now, see now, now you now you're in like murky murky waters now. That was the that was the first version of the song. We we might have to do just still yeah, pay we may, enough. We may have to. We may have to pay enough. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why that's why you watch Show Me the Money Club. That's that's Uber Eats. Right? Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> we'll get me started on that. Yeah, ten miles for two dollars <laughs> or whatever it is. Delivery. It's insane. All right. So um, all right, we. Yeah, we oh, got a few topics up. left. So, Gabe, yeah. if you want to uh, hang out with us, by sure. all means, you're more than welcome. Gabe, um, I came let's... up with this idea that, you know, you're a veteran driver, seven years on Uber, Lyft, right? Mm-hmm. Mostly Uber, like me. Yep. Um, so, you know, explain to, to our viewers what would happen. Like, you, you know, you accept a trip, right? You're on your way to the passenger. And, you know, you go and, and click on the no more new request button. You know, you know, the oh, yeah, no more new trip, right? Yeah, stop your trip. Well, I religiously do that after each. I, I, I do it right after I accept a trip, I click on it, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is this is the way I do it. And I'm just took a screen record, it was like a couple of seconds long, whatever. I accepted the trip. Now I know where to go pick her up. And all you have to do, that's like going fast. So, all you have to do is click those three lines on the lower right hand corner. It'll give you this. You just click the round, yeah. you know, red button with the hand on it. It'll say request stop. So what will this do, Gabe? I'm thinking this will make, first of all, things safer because that trip radar garbage is not safe. It keeps popping up and doing this and doing that. Pings are going off, right? Number one, it will not give you, first of all, while you're driving, it's going to show on the Lyft, I mean, on the Uber app that you are not available. You're done. You're done. This is your last trip. So wherever you're driving into, if there is already surge, you're not going to kill the surge. So if everybody drove with their apps off, unless they're on a streak or unless they're on some other thing, one, you're not going to get pinged with eight miles away, 20 minutes away, garbage trips. You're going to go have a quiet ride. What I do, Gabe, is maybe half mile, maybe a quarter mile from the drop off. I'll go back in and click the button again, click the X button, saying that I'm now I'm ready to accept requests again. Because if you do this, if everybody that's on a trip did this, they don't exist on the Uber app, on the Uber driver app. Because they're gone, you know, I'm using my right. Remember, flexibility, freedom. I'm just turning my app off. This is my last trip. I don't want to do anymore. So now... You avoid the garbage pings by trip radar. You avoid the gar- total garbage pings because, you know, a lot of people complain, Gabe. They go, I'm in the middle of a surge, but they're giving me trips outside the surge. I'm like, yeah, you will avoid that too, most likely, because mm-hmm. you'll have a nice quiet ride, half a mile or a quarter mile before you get to your destination, turn the app back on. Eight out of 10 times when I do this, I'm going to get a trip, right, within a half a mile of a pickup again for another shorty if I'm going for shorties. But it's safer way to drive and it will create more surge for exist. If there is existing surge, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to kill the surge because you're driving into, into the surge with your app on saying that, yeah, Uber, send me anything you want. I'm just telling the algo, don't send me anything you want. I'm not available, sir. So if every driver did this on a trip, we will create our own goddamn surge and we will <laughs> be fine. But so yeah. please, people, do this. This is a simple thing to do. 
Because a lot of people complain that trip radar is not safe. It's mm-hmm. popping. I'm all this noise is going off. They're mm-hmm. pinging me with all this garbage. Okay, you do this. None of that will happen. Uh, right. Cheeky Chop yeah. says it? says, "What if Uber takes that that ability to stop new requests away?" Yeah, which I would say, lawsuit on the they? planet. They can't. They, they the can't. biggest lawsuit on the planet on their head. Yeah, they, I don't think it's possible. They have to let you turn the app off when you don't want any new requests. Otherwise, you'll just uh, you'll just cancel, and, they, and that's like the the main thing they want to avoid, right? Yeah. Well, the the thing is, it would just go from person to person to person, and if everybody's ready to to not take any rides, then you know what would happen that that passenger would just sit there waiting to connect to a ride um so yeah i don't i don't see that feature going away at all wait i i there's an ev question here from uh from john g cruz do you see that one please explain the seven seventy five hundred dollar tax credit so the old program john the old program the pre-ira program was it was a seven thousand five hundred dollar tax credit so you wouldn't get you wouldn't get that full $7,500 unless you actually paid $7,500 in either payroll or income tax. Um, so it wasn't, uh, so you couldn't get that. However, the new IRA is now, uh, it is a transferable uh, tax credit. What that means is you can transfer the tax credit to either the dealer or maybe even the manufacturer. Uh, I don't know if that's interchangeable, but in the case of Tesla, it would have to be the manufacturer because Tesla doesn't have dealers. So you can transfer it to the dealer at the time of sale. So that means after January 1st, if you all you have to do is sign a form saying that you're transferring that tax credit over to the dealer, and then the dealer's gonna get is gonna get that money. And the, the dealer's not, and then and then the dealer will give you either all or some of that to off the price of the car. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Serge, I don't hear you. Oh no. Sergio, right. Sergio, now you did something. Wow, we're all we're not having a good day today at all. I don't know. Sergio, what happened? He looks bewildered. I know. I don't know. I don't hear him at all. Now I know how to get Sergio off the phone. <laughs> yeah, you just you just hit the mute button. Hang it up. <laughs> Actually, that's why I learned. Oh, ukulele. here we go. Here we go. Never mind. My microphone went out. No, okay, oh. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so so on the right hand side, look what it says. Um. One guy says it's worth a try. I'm assuming it's about the no more new requests, right? The other guy says, yes, it blocks your map. The other guy says, uh, yeah, Uber cannot put a gun to your head to divorce you accept any trips. That's very true. Uh, another guy says, yep. Another guy says, don't knock it until you try it. And another person says, yeah, it's worth a shot. Let's give it a try. So you know what? Why don't we do this, people? Why don't we all drive for a week with our apps off when we are on a trip at least right gabe you have another song for this one for turning your app off yeah uh no i can write one for next okay, time go ahead write one right now oh yeah there you go yeah um i had a, i had an appropriate uh driving okay, song. while he's oh. looking for the song by the way this is the same thing on the lift app lift drivers it's actually easier than ubers all you do is swipe up this is during the trip. Do you see where it says on the right above the arrive button, right request on? You just click that. It goes right request off. Lyft doesn't ping you with garbage either. So protect yeah. yourself and just drive with your app off for a week. Let's see what your results are going to look like. Sergio, can I, can, I get your, can I get your feedback on something? See yes, if you sir. know about this. Yeah. The, uh, the coffee break button 
the yeah. Uber coffee break button. Yeah. How yeah. is it better or worse to use than the than the decline new trips button? Uh, the, the duration. It lasts like I think the coffee break is 15 or 20 minutes long, number one. And I think it's you're allowed maybe every few hours one coffee break kind of a situation. This is on every single trip. The other thing is, if you click the coffee break button, it still shows you as available on, you know, as a car, like as one of those little ant dots, right, on the on the passenger platform. Uh, because, you know, it's limited time, only 15 minutes. But truly, if you do drive with the no, re no more new requests, the Uber algo doesn't see your car as available, period. You're basically, you know, announcing yourself, I am not available. I am done, period. So if everybody did that, if everybody, and then requests are coming in, right, Gabe? And it, it bounces from one driver. It goes, oh, this guy's not available. This guy's not available. That guy's not available. Well, you cannot create drivers out of thin blue air. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because demand is constant. It keeps coming in. And then, you know, uh, we'll create our own goddamn little, little search tornado. I've been scared to use the coffee break when I'm on a um, destination yeah. filter. Does does it does it kill the destination filter if you go on coffee break? Good question. I haven't tried that one out yet. See, I'm, I'm not brave enough out. to try it. Does anyone <laughs> does anyone in the in the audience know uh, that the coffee break uh, uh, coffee cup kills the, the DF? Yeah, will it will it end your destination? Good filter? question. I got to try it. I'll, 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 uh, you know, sacrifice one of my DFs for you next week. Oh, actually, I could probably just do it now. Well, I'm not going to drive. I'm not going to drive till Friday. No. So let's see here. I'll turn my app on. Well, you got to get it right. Go on my destination filter. My, my, if, if San Franciscans will appreciate this, my, de my go-to destination filter when I want to work in San Francisco is the Fairmont Hotel. There you go. Now you guys know where a game hangs out. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going to go there now. Well, no, I just stay within a mile of it, just yeah. as long as I can. Pop, mm -hmm. like you know, you know, you know. When I put those short trips up, Gabe, and you know, sometimes you do those, you know, oh. uh, quests, right? Yeah. They go. It's impossible to do seven trips an hour. I go, no, not really. <laughs> Seven's insane. You can't yeah. sustain that though. But yeah. No. Uh, well, you but, can. Do okay, it. so check. Oh, whoops. Okay, you set the DF. Okay, so here I don't know. Can you see it? Is it? Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Reflection. Yeah, a little reflection. Yeah, yeah it's okay. starting to see, yeah. but. It'll okay. work. Turn this light. Okay, Kevin Albert, if you're doing all those things, so and there's you're no, uh, there's no thinking, option for the coffee break. Fine. So there's no, there's no option for the coffee break when you're on a destination filter. So I guess that's, uh, yeah, that's the okay, answer. there you go. Yes, see Kevin, Kevin, see this, this is this is what Kevin said, which I agree. He goes, but everybody has to do it. That's why on a localized basis, if we have 100 drivers, you know, just talk to drivers, put yourself on the Facebook pages. If everybody did these things, these guys will learn the lesson to trip or to price trips correctly, period. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys need, I mean, everybody has to be the leader of their own little local section of few hundred drivers here and there and mm -hmm. spread the word, spread the word. These things work. These things work, period. I've done this for seven years. I should know. It works. Right, Gabe? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can I can I can I mention something about proper pricing? Because I, I feel like um there you go, Lisa. Lisa likes looking at me, apparently. Yeah. Um, and who can blame her? I think she meant for the phone screen. Oh. <laughs> Fine. 
Um, <laughs> no, you might break uh, the screen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Lisa, oh, Lisa oh, Gabe, is, Gabe, oh, is the, Gabe is single, Lisa. Wait, I had to get that shot. I had to get some shot in somewhere from, uh, from smash the like button. <laughs> Gabe, is, Gabe is not single. I know, although it depends, it depends who's asking, Serge. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. So, um, uh, well, upfront pricing, yeah. Oh, what do you say? Upfront pricing. So, I wanted to readdress because the title of my song obviously they just don't charge enough. And a lot of the comments were, well, obviously they charge enough, just they don't pay you enough. Yeah. But my point is that they don't charge the passengers enough. And that's why they're not going to be profitable because they're just not charging the passengers enough. And they don't charge the passengers enough because they have this fantasy and their investors have this fantasy that Uber and Lyft are going to take over all transportation for all the world, for not every city, everywhere. No one's going to have cars and people are just going to Uber back and forth because it'll only be. No, we're not striking Leroy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's that that's my You're point. protesting. You're not striking Leroy, but that's OK. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> But anyway, but that that's my point is that is that they don't price the rides enough. If the price if the if they priced rides like ninety percent of taxi meter rates, Uber would probably have a successful business because they yeah. that's enough profit margin yeah. to pay yeah. drivers a living wage and to provide a service to the public. Um, but it it'll never return the ten x that their investors think they're going to get. So no one's going to take them seriously because taxi cab industry ever since the for a hundred years has been like one, two, three percent profit margin if you're lucky. And usually yeah. taxi companies go bankrupt. All right, let's hear it. And that's why we're here. Oh, are we, I'm playing another song? Well, I don't know. You had the thing out. I don't oh, know. I, if you want me to, I got my thing out. Something short because we got to finish the show. We can't be okay, here. I don't care if are you know, freeze as long as I got my plastic Jesus riding on the dashboard of my car. Through my trials and tribulations And my travels through the nation With my plastic savior I'll go far You can buy a sweet Madonna Dressed in rhinestone Sitting on a pedestal of abalone shell Going mad, I ain't scared Cause I got a Virgin Mary assuring me that I won't go to hell. We're all so, going to hell. We're all going that, to hell. That should be the rideshare driver anthem right there. Because everyone We're all going to, to hell. Get, yeah. Everyone needs to get your, your plastic Jesus. We're on all your going to hell, goddammit. Yeah. All right. So, All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's move on to this next topic. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll keep going. going. And uh, th this is, I, I, you, Sergio, you're screwing with me now. You're, you're like, all right, let's talk about this topic, and then uh, uh, you you come on stream and you're like, well, not so fast. So I guess uh, uh, we'll, we'll uh, figure you know, out what it's all about. Okay. So this is yeah, this is very interesting. But then this is gone again. So what happened is that, as you guys know, this, we're gonna go quick on these next few few topics because we gotta finish before under two hours. Um, so, um, Uber took away the receipts. You know that, Gabe, right? You took away the individual passenger receipts right after the trip, so you guys don't get the off and to lift. Yeah. They're back. Until? Yeah. Until? Then they took it away again? Until today. What? <laughs> no! Yeah, they did. <laughs> they took it away again. Stop it! So it, was, it showed up for 48 hours. Maybe it was a glitch. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I, that's from a reliable source, by the way. It's from Joe, our Joe on, on Rideshare Guy. 
He goes, Serge, they took it away again. <laughs> I go, I go, thanks, I, thanks, Gabe. We were just about to praise Uber, saying, "Hey, the the the, the receipt is back." Oops. And then Joe goes, "Nope, it's not back. They took it back." <laughs> I'm like, "God damn!" There you go. Uh, yeah, they put that's was the premature. You know what? Premature. Can we say that word on on YouTube? Um, so <laughs> Uber Uber gave it, and Uber take it away, that's right. and Uber took it away again. <laughs> No more receipt. You have to dig into the goddamn website to figure out what Uber's take rate is. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they took it away. They took it away. Uh, yeah. So next one. Hopefully they'll bring it back. Yeah. So this is big, this is big news now. This is now, this is important shit. We got to spend two minutes on this one. Oh yeah. Uh, Uber and Lyft drivers are getting a seven point four two percent increase because TLC has balls of steel. And they pound Uber with those balls constantly. <laughs> and that's how you're going to straighten these people up. These strikes are bullshit things. They're not going to work. You need local, strong unions. Not that drivers should be unionized. You need union support. You need local legislature support and local, you know, uh, company, you know, uh, um, outfits like TLC, which every city has. You need all of them to come together and tell these people, hey, man, Inflation is soaring. Everything is going through the roof. You got to pay these drivers more. If you want to go into the details, um, taxi, TLC, Taxi Limousine Commission voted increasing per minute rates of ride-hail drivers by 7.42% and per mile rates by 24% people are you listening. And justifiably so, yellow and green cab rates will also increase by 23%. So let's see if Uber, Lyft, or yellow cab demand crush gets crushed in New York. I bet it won't because people will pay enough, like Gabe says. You know what I'm saying? They will pay enough. If they pay for taxes, the commission is hoping that increasing the pay rates will attract more taxis and drivers to the roads. Okay. Raising taxi fare rates. You know, we're talking about taxis. So... Heard the new rates. Are you guys ready for this? A sample trip for 30 minutes that goes seven and a half miles will require a minimum driver pay of $27.15. How do you like Ooh. that, Gabe? Huh? I, I still wouldn't take it. $4 a mile, bro. Anyway, so half hour for $27.15. Take it all day long, sir. And four and and you know it's up another four dollars. So this is what happens. See, this happened in Seattle. You know, they go, they got together, they go, eh, this is what we do. You know, buck fifty a mile, sixty-five cents a minute, Gabe. How do you like those rates, Gabe? You it, like those? It, they're reasonable, you know. Yeah. So why would your acceptance rate be if you had buck fifty a mile, sixty-five cents a minute? You're probably in the eighties or nineties. There you go. Are you listening, Uber? This is the only way, Uber. Of course, they're not listening. Yeah, of course they're not listening, but this is the only way. So, congrats we're to all listening. We're just choosing to ignore all. The, yeah, no, they're not ignoring all the New York drivers. And thank you, TLC, yeah, to job, uh, pay these people a justifiable fare. I mean, this is great, great. There you go. I wish every every city had balls like these guys who just pound these people to death, but we don't. So you know, hey. well, it, it, this is this is something you can blame. That my personal opinion is to blame the unions here in California. It's a very old union model of like organizing the shop and going on strike. And it just is not going to work with this kind of work with this kind of workplace. It's, it's impossible. It's like herding cats, um, not just herding cats, but herding like uh, virtual video game cats. It's totally impossible. So what they have to do is they have to go after the state legislature to go after the city 
the cities and get the cities to cap meter rates. Like that's something cities can do. Yeah, I agree. I agree hundred percent. And, you know, I don't know why only New York and Seattle did this. The, you know, the, a lot of these models are duplicatable, honestly. I mean, you know, well, and don't I don't like know doing why. Things, people yeah. don't like doing things new ways, you know? Yeah, I guess so, which is horrible. But I mean, it's good for drivers. Congrats, all New York drivers. Enjoy the new cash. Although the inflation is up about 7% too, so they're about the same. But hey, it's better than... Well, for time, but 23% more, 24%, whatever, for the uh, per mile. That's a whole different ballgame right there. Yeah. 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 But so, also, you know, Uber, Uber and Lyft in New York City are very different animals than just about anywhere else because they have a whole separate system. You have to have yeah. a permit that you rent by the week, yep. right? Yep. Like it's you can, and also, by the way, in New York, you cannot log on anytime you want. You have schedules, you have certain things, you have caps, by the way, 80,000. You know, drivers cap in the city. You have congestion fees. You have all kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. However, the driver ultimately, if you look, if a driver is going to make twenty-seven fifteen for a seven and a half mile thirty-minute trip, that's a lot more than my fares in LA. I guarantee you that, and more than yours in San Francisco. I guarantee well, you that their expenses are higher too. Much yeah. Higher. So to me, it's like, hey man, good for good yeah. for New York drivers. Congrats! If you get anybody in the crowd, New York, thumbs up. There yeah. you go. The next one is, yeah, so we're going to take full credit for this. Although, uh, you know, everybody says, yeah, you guys don't talk about safety and bullshit, right? Well, I would talk more about safety than, you know, you've been alive, but that's okay. Um, so, look, I, I interviewed Sachin Kansal, who's like one of the top guys in at Uber a few weeks ago, and they announced this stuff. And one of them was... You know, we did the two town halls, right, Gabe? And then every driver complained about getting a rider in the car named Killer or Gangster or Mother, <laughs> whatever, right? So here you go. It goes community guidelines. So now you guys will have uh, a, a choice in the app to notify the Uber algos or Uber system saying that this guy's name is fake and, you know, get him off. And then there you go. Will they do it? I don't know. They said they're going to purge all these fake names off the platform, although they're the golden goose that lays the golden egg. Maybe they will do it. Maybe they will not. But if you guys are still running into these fake names, please send them to me. Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Yeah, I'd love to see it. And then yeah, I would love is, to see how long this. will it take to actually rid all of these? Because Uber claims that they have something in place that they're they're filtering out names already that they have on their system. And then you know, anything that the system has not, you know, been able to figure out, that's where drivers are asked to come in. And this is the, um, the way kind of to do that. Yeah. So Dom K goes, right here, Professor, called you guys out. You know, we're not involved in any of that. What's that all about? Are we, are we beefing? Are we yeah. beefing with rideshare? No, we're not beefing. You know, we're, we're not <laughs> involved in get, any of that. I'm going to get shot like Biggie to, Smalls. You have to catch, you have to catch the start of the show that where we made whatever it is clear. So maybe you watch the replay, okay. Dom K. Yeah, you, know, you, you could go to about the 17-minute the mark in the show Yeah, uh, where we started yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to waste any more time there. Yeah, we're beefing. No, we're not beefing. We're all brothers. We just have a different uh, difference of opinion. I, I, and as adults, we agree to disagree. Um, so, yeah, this is a good thing. Don't you think, Gabe? Do you want to, like, pick up somebody 2 a.m., name, name no. the, uh, you know? Uh, although you, you're, you're talking to a guy who drove taxi cabs in San Francisco in the 1990s. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you, you. I, like, I would pick up people. Like, my, like my friend Mike uh, picked up a guy who was covered with blood. 
covered with human blood. No and, way. Wow. Yep. The guy got hopped in. He's covered with human blood. He says to Mike, drive. And Mike says, but where do you want to go? And the guy says, it doesn't matter. Just drive, drive. Oh, and oh, and Mike's like, well, you have to give me a destination. And then like eight cop cars surround him. Oh my and God. They drag the guy out of the back of the car and take him away. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah, well, you know, hey. I, I don't so, know, man. Uh, I don't know. Killer? Eh, it's fine. Well, no, you don't drive uh, drunk hours. That's why. There you go. A little bit. A little. Oh, I had a puker. I had my first puker in, in years. Uh, when? Last Friday. Friday. No. In your new in your EUV? In my EUV, man. Oh, Do you have, you have the little bags at least? The little I bags? Keep the, I keep medical grade emesis bags every there you go. Emesis. See, that's a veteran right there. Listen to there this man. Go. That's and a veteran have, right there. I had and then also I have the plastic floor mats that are like fluid containing floor mats. Yes. So you gotta get all yes. this stuff, man. Yep. Oh that's a and veteran, by the way, man. never let them throw out, out the window. You know why? Is it it's a little the side of the car, car. It gets the puke gets down in between into the yes. window track. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'll yeah. never get it out. It's yeah. in there. Forever. You have to get the you know thing out. The, the hand, all the you have to you know. Yeah, I exactly agree with you. Yeah, yeah and and the stomach acid will etch your paint too. Yep. Look at look at Gabe knows all this <laughs> shit. That's a veteran right there. Listen to <laughs> every people. once a week pukers in the taxis. Once a week at least. At least and the taxi, not in the not in the, not in an Uber. Uh, I've only used I've only used five barf bags uh, in my car in, in thirty thousand trips. Yep, and, and, great, two, and one was my son. And, uh, <laughs> one was my son. That's, yep. that's the other thing. Like, if you have kids, it's great to have on hand. Like, I can, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have a whole pack that's mostly in my trunk, but I keep a couple on hand in the center console. So if somebody's sick or noticeably sick, you know, you hand them one. Hopefully, they don't need it. Yeah. But if the kids are starting to feel sick and you have kids, oh, yeah. that's perfect. Because then you know, if yeah. you're driving, you don't want to, you can't stop or something. Yeah. Um, just hand them that and say, "Hey, look, you got to do it. You you put it right in there." Yeah, yeah. seven-year-olds. Uh, yeah, seven you know can't... what? Those those things are lifesavers, bro. I'm telling mm -hmm. you. Yeah, seven-year-olds yeah, can't hold their liquor. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, they can't. I told them don't mix tequila with gin, but they don't listen to you. <laughs> they don't listen, listen to you, and they always go one too many. You know, my my rule of thumb is if you're walking sideways towards my car and about to sleep on my hood, I'm canceling. The, I'm fucking canceling that trip anyway. You're you not have to. Phone. You have to be able to. You have to be able to use. But think about it. You have to be able to like open your app, open the phone, and open the app and confirm your address. There's so many steps. Taxi yeah. cabs. You just put your arm in the air. Yeah. That's all you have to. Yeah, do. but you here's the thing. If you're out drinking with a bunch of people, it's a lot easier for the soberest person order the ride for whoever needs it yeah but then if if you have to be carried into my car you're not getting in my car no yeah no, yep. it's a 100%. safety issue what if yeah. they fucking die in the back of your car man what um, we're going to talk about that car. you know what we're going to talk about that next week because okay. they're expanding you know this uber health bullshit that they have uber that we have to go pick up yeah they're, they're like a new thing that we have to go pick up like uh as people who just had surgery like two hours ago from the hospital and take them home I'm like, bro, what if you die? Like, what's my liability? I'm screwed. What's going? What's happening? Uh, pay me, you know, pay me what medical transport. Uh, they're not going to do that. You know, it's minimum fare, baby, 262. <laughs> well, then this is, uh, what are you yeah, talking they, about? They don't pay uh, by rate anymore. <laughs> so there, are, oh, there, well, there is no time and mileage anymore. It's based on other factors. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's got the algorithm thing going. I don't know. And uh it, it, it this the biggest thing is i think they should have in the back of the app where you can choose what type of rides you want like uber pet and uber xl and uber shared if you have all those different options uber they should have uber medical 
And if you don't want to take it, you don't have to. You can opt out. I I think that like assist, although you can't opt out of assist anymore in the Bay Area. Yeah. But I got to say, I love Uber Pet. I'm all about Uber Pet. What is it a premium service? No, Buffalo. Yeah, a couple more dollars you get. You get a couple extra. Yeah, it's a couple more dollars. I think they pay the same as Comfort. Uh, It might be. That's a couple of dollars. That's not that much more dollars. It's probably right around that range. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Better than Rex. Let me tell you something. If you Norma so goes Uber for Dude, yeah, that, that's a different app. We'll, we'll talk about that in maybe a side right. hustle app. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, like for Norma's thing for yeah. Gabe. What, what were you saying? I'm sorry. Well, it's it's it, it works out good. We can talk about it another day though. I, you guys gotta finish up. Right. Yeah, we have uh, our our last segment uh, as always is our side hustle of the week, and we like mm-hmm. to highlight different side mm-hmm. hustles because, well, you know, Uber and Lyft might not be around or. You know, other apps might not be paying well or something like that. So make your plan B, your plan A with a side hustle. So we like to uh, right. different side hustles out there and give okay. people the yeah. ability. Uh, don't you wish we had this when we were in college, bro? Oh, I wrote my own papers. I don't need a... <laughs> <laughs> they did have... Isn't this... I was looking at it. Is this basically just you could buy your term paper online? Yes. Yes. So this girl... Study both, documents. Eh? You know... It's called Study Pool, right? She posts her older high school, not, not just for college, high school too. Papers and exams and whatever. And whoever comes and downloads this is 10 bucks a pop. And this guy's this girl's making 5K a month by selling them. So if you have any old papers, Gabe, I think you should just go to this study pool and log on and upload your shit. And then somebody hits it, boom. So the way it works is there's 20 million study documents from hundreds of universities in 150 countries. Good. It's good that the uh, study pool or other similar websites like Brainly, see, there you go. There, I didn't know about no Brainly, are not designed to be a place for students to cheat. See? What? It's not to cheat. <laughs> it's not there to it cheat. is. It's just a duplicate. Just a duplicate, not to cheat. And then uh, it's a place to find for students to find solutions, answers, and questions without cheating. <laughs> and then you go get the, you know, you get the sides, you know, hey, man, if you got, look, a lot of young people drive Uber and Lyft, you know, during college, you know, mm-hmm. breaks and make extra cash or whatever. There you go. Start doing this on the side of the Uber and side hustle. More side hustle for you guys. Study. It's a good idea. It's a, but it's total. It's a plagiarism mill. Come on. I mean, you know, Come people. On, well, I mean, only, only fans is for musicians, too. Yes. Yeah, topless musician. It was cameo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after uploading your docs, study pool review and approve upload of huh. them for quality, whatever that means. Once huh. approved, tens of millions of students can search and have access to your documents, and ten bucks a pop. It is ten bucks a pop. Huh. And well, I'm like, hey man, you know, Sergio will be uploading all his Uber Lyft hacks. Not, no sir, no, no Norma. Not that's gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, that's only for uh, you and me. <laughs> no, but you know, just, search. I'm wondering, yeah. can you can your professors search the database to see if you're for check for plagiarism? Probably, but then now that this is out, guess what? Oh, you know, price may be collapsing on these things just for the fact that. Do you think professors care, Norm? I mean, mm-hmm. care care about what kind of normal paperwork or our cheating or whatever they do? They just kind of do their shit and go on, bro. Oh, so they don't, don't care. care. They oh, don't no. care. Really? Oh, Do they so, care? 
Ivy League schools take this shit extremely seriously. Really? Oh yeah. Well, that's um, this is for Ivy schools. Yeah. This is this is for UC San Diego, buddy. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, and please send all hate mail to. <laughs> more hate mail. More hate mail, well, please. All right, mail. all right. Here's the thing. A lot. I mean, that set first off says like notes and things like that. So it's yeah. it's beyond just that. So if you're looking to do different things and take take good notes and things like that, and another person who's using this surface might not take great notes. I mean, let's be real. When I was in college, I didn't buy a book for four semesters and I still had Dean's list. So, you know, um, I mean, depending wow. on what you want to do. Wow. Um, wow. See all the stuff we don't know about Chris, man. You know, <laughs> you know this is what happens. So, okay. And, so uh, we're done. Are we done, Chris? We're done, right? Yeah. That, that was the okay. last segment for the day. So, Okay, play us out. You want to play us out with something you really know well, Gabe? Instead of like fumbling around shit, can you just play something that's like really, really, really good and you know well? No. No? I think we need to hear just just don't pay enough. Okay, one more time. Just don't pay enough. There you go. (laughs) Just as we go out. As we go out. (laughs) Before before we we end the the stream on just don't pay enough, um, Thanks again for watching Show Me the Money Club. Again, Thank audio podcast is up, available please. for uh, everybody. If you can't make the full uh, show, uh, this is live Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And uh, thanks again, Gabe, for coming on and talking. We'll have you on again in a couple of months again. State of the EV. Uh, see what's going on. And then uh, lastly, everybody smash that like button. You can't show. smash it. It's love. two-dimensional. It's impossible. You can't smash a two-dimensional object. You really can't. I can smash the mouse or the, the tap button, so... <laughs> right. Look at, tap it lightly. Don't smash it. Tap it lightly. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Some... Uh... Uber makes a profit, but it's only EBITDA. They just don't pay enough. They just don't pay enough. Even with record volume and the shit that Dara says. They just don't pay enough. They just don't pay enough. And when it rains, drivers make in vain. But they just can't seem to pay enough. Lift stock is worth less than a slice of weak old bread. Because they just don't charge enough. They just don't charge enough. Just like my hamster in a year, it will be dead. They just don't charge enough. They just don't charge enough. The lines are getting larger. Wall Street just doesn't feel the love. It's because they just can't seem to charge the packs enough. All right, guys. Hey, um, Gabe. It's the bridge. Okay, the bridge. Go ahead and finish. The <laughs> no, no, it's fine. You can fade out. I, you can fade no, out. I was, no, I was just going to say, while you're playing in the background, I was going to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yes, please happy stay, Thanksgiving. Please, 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 please Thursday. Wow. Yeah, they have this Thursday, bro. Um, yeah. Happy Turkey Day to everybody. You know, for the past six months, we've been doing this. I mean, we appreciate your support. You know, we have our own ways of doing this, and everybody else has their own ways of doing this. But we're going to continue plugging along, and we're going to try to put information out, educate drivers. But we know there is power in numbers, and power in numbers 
is undeniable. And without drivers, there is no gig economy. And if you guys do certain small things that you could do, I think we can. I think we could. We can have a much better future. Otherwise, if if you just fall into the trap of emotional, you know, all the stuff that other people do, they they go like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. It's all good, you know. Everything works at its own time, at its own space. But I think keep the bigger picture in mind, which we do. And I think as drivers advocate, we're gonna keep doing that. And uh, we thank you. We appreciate you. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Chris, buddy, happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully the snow will be gone by then. <laughs> well, it's not going to melt fully, but it'll be melted soon. So we're, Gabe, we're, we're all above freezing now. And Gabe, yeah, uh, we love you, babe. You know, you know, you're the best, right? You're the best. I, and we had, you had a fan here, right here, Lisa. I think she's coping you out. I don't know. What all right, well, we can, maybe we can figure out a little. little uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving everybody. everybody. And, uh, you know, thank you, know, Vinny. Yeah, yeah, Lisa, for. everybody. We got to say thank you for you guys watching, coming, hanging out, you know, commenting, uh, all that stuff. So thank you guys. And uh, we'll see you next week after yeah, yeah. The, the big turkey day. So wash, go hands, bins, wash hands. There you go. Right. <laughs> and uh, we'll get back to uh, don't pay, just don't pay enough. Yep. They just don't pay enough. 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 Oh, they just don't pay enough. They just don't pay enough. No, they just don't pay enough. Yes, please pay us. No, but Gabe, thank you, bud. Thanks for having me, you guys. That was that was a lot of fun. Happy Sorry Thanksgiving, bud. Um, and, um, you know, we're going to keep doing this, game, And you're going to be on, you know, and we're going to speak the truth and you're going to be part of it. And, you know, uh, when it comes to an EV purchase, you're the first one I'm going to call. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good plan. Is, yeah. Are we still are we still live? We're still live. We're, 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 we're going to get yeah, off right yeah, now. So. This is a, we'll see you guys. This is the Jewish one. You guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Thank guys. Thanks happy a lot, Serge. Thanks. Thank you, Chris. Bye.